Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo, back again. I'm Missy. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about three dudes. But coffee, caffeinate is very early in the morning. It's extremely early in the morning. So we're drinking coffee. We've got very, very strong coffee. I call this black crack. And uh, so it's three dudes, caffeine, and Tamo. What else is this? Japan in the news. That's right. And Missy, do you know what number this is? Mm-mm. 627. It's 627. Hell yeah. <laughs> Still going strong. That's right. That's right. And before we start this show, before we move forward, before we before we hit the, the gas pedal really hard, um, I want to say thank you to Fader Allen. Fader Allen out there, thank you so much for gifting us these awesome shirts. We've got some incredible shirts right here. And um, let's read these shirts together. Okay, let's start off with Tom. Tom, yours says West 6 Kentucky Proud Brewing. I think it says something cool in the back. Local beer tastes better. That's what it says in the back. And that is awesome. I'm Hell down with that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Tom, what about mine? What's mine say? I can't read it. Arcana. It says ethereal brewing. And it's got some weird, like, archaic arcana symbols. I didn't look at this until I got the cool shirt. Beautiful. Isn't it dope? These are, I guess, our arcana experts. So can you interpret there? Nope, but I've looks. But she's also an artist. She's like, nope, but it looks cool. It looks like a bunch of tattoos I already have on myself, to be honest. So I got that. Well, this yes. awesome. See, this is why she doesn't get that shirt. That's why she, she doesn't need it's a shirt. Already, she's already, it's already on. Yeah, she's it's already on. Yeah. She, she can't take it off. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Missy, your shirt is spectacular. Um, this when I first saw this shirt, I thought of Black Sabbath. I was like, oh, Black Sabbath, cool. But it's not Black Sabbath. It is Bach Sabbath, and it is the Hell's Rock six point six six percent of ABV. Uh, <laughs> ABV, a boy who's stupid, this guy here. Uh, another coffee, please, Mr. Saito. Um, yes, um, yes, this is the Blue Stallion Brewing Company in Lexington, Kentucky. Fucking awesome, dude. Alan, thank you so much for these shirts. Then eventually, we are going to meet up in your hometown and we're going to go to your sake bar. Oh, there's a sake shirt. Where's the sake shirt? Somewhere there. Yes, yes, there's a sake shirt. He works at a sake oh, brewing company. Yeah, I think it's called Saki Saki Saki. There it is. There it is. It's cool. It's like a Atari design. Yeah. Saki Saki Saki. Was it the Void Saki Company? That's another Missy thing, the Void. The Void. That one was supposed to go to Jeremy, but Jeremy's been slacking. Do you want this? (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm always. Nice. Can you turn around? So I, I, I really like this font because it's like the old can school. Can turn around? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Wait, did you say can? Oh, turn the shirt. Oh, around. No, no, the shirt. Like, put it in, oh, in the camera. Put it in the camera. See, because I love, I like this font because it's like a retro pixel from like you know four bit to eight bit. Yeah, it's Atari. Yeah, 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 it's cool. I like that. Suck it, suck it, suck it. Suck it to me, baby. Yeah, this is pretty dope. That is amazing. Okay, that's your shirt. Yeah, sorry, Jeremy. <laughs> you flaked again. Snooze, you lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does have a bar, and his bar is really awesome. So, and one of these days, we're going to go to his bar. We're going to snooze all day too. So, all right. No, we're going to booze all day. Uh, yeah, probably, most likely, yes. Um, but not today. It's very early in the morning. Actually, no, now after all this fucking setup, it's actually 11 o'clock in the morning. We should have booze now. Fuck. You know, when, when we got here, we were like, God, it's so early. Coffee time. But now we're just like, shit. Okay, booze later. Booze later. Right now, caffeine. Black crack. Oh, man. So um, let's see here. On this most wonderful episode, um, Tom, you contacted me earlier in the week and yeah. you said, Johnny, I've got some news for you. Some crazy shit's happened to me. I got to be on the podcast. I got to tell the faders. And I only assumed that you knocked up your wife, girlfriend, neighbor, boss, or I don't know, some somebody in the park or something. Yeah, because I've been a busy bee like that. Yes, yes. So I want to set a prime example of uh, good behavior for my son. Absolutely. So I, that's just what I assumed, you know, I just assumed that's how you roll, you know, I'm joking, just joking, just joking. What is this crazy news that you have to tell us? Uh, that's this, so this, important. this is already brewing because I think last time I was brewing, on, love brewing. it. Yeah, brewing. That's brewing another shirt. Soon. But uh, yeah, when I was on here for the Christmas episode, a lot of this is brewing anyway. But I didn't want to just like run in here, be the special guest and just like hijack the episode immediately. I was like, eh, it's fucking Christmas. We'll hang out. We'll have some drinks. We'll keep it light and fun. Yeah. Yeah. We were too busy talking about church burnings and stuff church on burnings, like Christmas yeah. Day. Special good Disclaimer, obligatory disclaimer. No churches were burned down in that episode. Mm-hmm. We think. Well, not in, in Tokyo. Not in Tokyo. Not in Tokyo. Not anywhere near us. Norway, maybe. maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. On the other side of the globe. Okay. <laughs> So, Tom, you had this amazing news, this chaotic news, this devastating news. I don't know, some kind of news. So fill us in on this news. Uh, yeah, because, like, I quit my old job, which I actually like, to do a new job. And I worked, got, got basically daycare with my little kids. got fired. Yeah, I did. How did you know? How did you know? Wait, from the, right, so the, the, right, the last time you're on the show, not like the Christmas episode, but before that, when you're currently on the show uh, consistently, you had a job. Now, you got fired from that job or you quit that job? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay, okay. It's like in the middle. Okay, all right. And I know I know you're going to tell me, dude, why would you get fired from a job again? Like, Yeah, that was going to be my question. Yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> this is just straight fucked up. So let me wind it back. So, like, I joined this job. It's daycare for little kids and being an English teacher. And, like, I am stupidly overqualified to do this job because, A, I'm the only native speaker. I was one of two people that could speak Japanese well enough to do translation and interpretation. And, C, so I, I run in there, I do this job, and I get bitched out immediately by fucking trainers that are supposed to be training me to do the job that are, that are younger, far less experienced, and not even native speakers. So like already we're off to a bad start. And it wasn't just me. They put a, put me into unwinnable situations where we get whacked out lesson plans that kids couldn't fucking do. So if we change the lesson plan, we'll get yelled at for not doing it correctly, not following the lesson plan. If we do the lesson plan, we'll get bitched out for basically doing a bad lesson. We've specifically said, can't do it. They're fucking three. They're not, they don't know like a dog is inside or outside the house. They don't understand the shit. 
Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Off to a really bad start. And there's fucking drama. Got all Game of Thrones. Whoa, 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 whoa. Got... <laughs> all right, let's stop here. Tom's in a room with a bunch of children and they got Game of Thrones. <laughs> not not, not, not with the kids. Not with the kids. The kids were actually great. I really liked a lot of them, but like it just got fucking weird. So let, let me tell you about some of the fucked up drama that that they had me do. Like already I have a way heavier workload than everybody else because they're like, oh, you can do translation, do some fucking translation. Oh, you can do this. And I'm sitting there doing fucking translation, slaving away on a computer. And I look around, everybody else has got nothing to do with playing with their phones. And I'm like, this job, fucking job, it's okay. I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm going to do it because like, I'm going to get a raise and a promotion next year, as they promised me. You, you can you can already see where this is going, but uh, no, no. <laughs> I have no idea. She just said it was Game of Thrones with a bunch of kids in the classroom. Pretty so. much. <laughs> so, like, their, their turnover rate is appalling. So, like, they had like one Brazilian lady who I liked and was a lot of fun. It was a very cool person. Like she got screamed at by one of the managers and she, she basically walked out in tears and never came back. So she just quit because she couldn't take it. Mm. And they fired the principal. They keep firing and rehiring the fucking goddamn principal of the school. Right. Isn't that the boss? Yeah. It's like, I quit. Yeah, I there, there, there's, there's people above her, but like, yeah, they keep like, nobody likes her. So they, cause I get, apparently she's two faced. I don't give a shit. Cause like, I don't work with her and I just like fucking mind my own business. But they keep firing and rehiring her. So there's that. And here's, here's where we start to get fucked up territory. They, they want to open an international school. And but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So they asked me to take my child all the way across Tokyo in the middle of a pandemic, pose as a potential customer, and go spy on another international school. I'm not. I'm not sure if this is legal. It's certainly not ethical. I'm not even sure if that's legal. I think it's legal. Uh, it might be, but it, it's it's still a fucked up thing to do. To like you know, because we're supposed to be taking care of kids. Did your kid get paid? No, he did. Well, he got a free lunch. So he got. Oh, you did it! You actually did it. He got a free lunch. I am ashamed to say that I I caved under pressure and actually fucking did it. <laughs> and, I, and then, and then <laughs> you're like, I would never do that in a hundred years. Okay, I did it. You're like, it's so wrong. It's so unethical. It's so fucking wrong. <laughs> he got a free lunch. You got paid though. We went to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did you do it on the snow day when it snowed in Tokyo? No, no, no. This is, this is months ago. This is actually the middle of summer. It was goddamn hot. Oh my god! And you spied? Did the kid have like a little camera in his glasses? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did he have a lunchbox with like a recording machine? Yeah. In it? <laughs> yeah you, you, you should have seen because my, my my kid who's normally really, really out like really like well there outgoing like, he, he even like at two years old he can sense something's kind of fucked up. Yeah. And he was just like, he just gets to the other school, this like school, and he's just like looking around going, what the fuck is going on? Like, Daddy, you're a sellout. Yeah, I was a fucking major sellout, but I, I caved under pressure. And the fucked up thing, after pressure. I did this big favor for him, like two days later, they tried to give me a write-up for poor performance or whatever bullshit. It's like, I just, your kid fucked up? <laughs> I just did you a huge, I did something highly unethical and quite, again, quite possibly <laughs> illegal. And then, then two days later, they're like, yeah, thanks for doing that. Um, here's a write-up for poor performance. It's like, I went above and beyond like what any normal person sh- should have to do. Show me where, the, where this shit is in my fucking contract. I don't think that's in your contract. Yeah, so like, I thought about it, and then I just like, I went, went in the next day, and I lost it. I was like, 
No, right. you, you got, went Terminator again? Nah. You went not, Terminator not. on a company once, and that was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. But I, I walked in there, and I was like, you got two choices. This write-up ripped it up. I was like, I'm not signing this. This is bullshit. This goes away, and you can either get two choices. You can fire me, or you can stay the fuck out of my way. Those asshole, creepy managers are constantly yelling at me. Just let me do my job. I'm fucking good at it. Just leave me alone. And your boss said, what was the first me? option? It was either fire me or do that. And like, surprisingly, they went, okay. And they just stayed the fuck out of my way. So things then, then things got a lot better. I'm just like, okay, maybe I can actually continue with this job. Because okay. like, you know, things got a lot better. I got like, you know, responsibility. I got like, you know, I was kind of like in charge of like a certain area of sector of it. And I was like, fine. Things are going much better. Maybe they fucked up. Maybe this is kind of just screwed up. I'll, I'll just let it go and we'll cool. continue. All right. So come by, by after all this drama, after all the people, that, other people that have gotten quit or that, that have quit or gotten fired, because this is a revolving thing. Their turnover is just appalling. Then like mid-November, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this job ain't so bad. Bloody, bloody, blah. And like, I started talking to my wife, like, maybe we could go all in this. I could actually make it a career because like, they fired all the management team. So like I'm the obvious choice for the manager because I've got, I'm on the only native speaker and I've got by, by far the most experience. So maybe we'll just continue. Maybe we could go all, all in on this. Mm. So like we were talking to moving to that place, getting an apartment because it's like, where's that place? It's Kinchi Chill. Kinchi Chill. Okay. It's by Skytree. It's just like a couple stops down from Skytree. Oh, okay. Like, like, all right. I can see Skytree. Oh, better. wow. Which is, we researched it. It's very nice. Like, Nakamegaro is excellent, but it's, it's fucking goddamn expensive. So, like, we could basically go out there and get the equivalent apartment or possibly even better for about half the price. Nice. And think about it. So, I could walk my child to work and, like, you know, because they were they were willing to cut me a discount on their school. Mm -hmm. And so, you get a great fucking education at an international school. Good, dude. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, we're, like, we're, we're seriously considering going all in. Then some other stuff happened. Then like it came. Whoa! Then some other stuff happened. What is this other stuff? <laughs> Sexual harassment. No. <laughs> they uh they said okay we got, we got an announcement. So we're all we're all promised bonuses in, in our contract. They're like yeah we have a new system for figuring out the bonuses. We're just going to give you a fraction of what we promised. I'm like excuse me what? So like my bonus I'm supposed to get a full month's pay for mm -hmm. a bonus mm -hmm. on top of my paycheck. Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, we'll give you like a fourth or a fifth of that. That, that should be cool. Not just to me, to everybody. Wait, this is during the Christmas time? Yes. Like a National Lampoon's, yes. like National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Yes. This the is same a... thing happened to Clark Griswold. Yes. This is exactly what is going through my mind. I'm like, this is like fucking evil cartoon movie villain shit that you're pulling this. You're pulling this on goddamn Christmas. You're going to fucking short me on a bonus. Goddamn Christmas. <laughs> fucking goddamn motherfucking Christmas. Okay. So like, I was pissed. And like, I, Dude, I, don't spit on me when you say piss, I'm, I'm man. I'm not the enemy. <laughs> I'm a friendly over here. Oh, and before that, they uh, this is another thing I did wrong where I get fucked up. Not illegal, oh. but like, uh, uh -oh. they fired one of the managers who I didn't like, and she was fucking. She was a screeching harpy, and she was terrible at her job. I didn't like her. But oh, she was a harpy. Harpy. <laughs> oh, she was a screeching harpy. Oh, okay, harpy. I don't even know that. She was a screeching fucking harpy, and she caused me a bunch of problems. But like, right as she stayed out of my way, I didn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. But like, they just like, right after Halloween, they just basically decided to fire her. So she couldn't collect her bonus. And like, she, I, 
I had some disagreements with her, but she she was in charge of the Halloween program. She worked her ass off to make a good Halloween program. Mm-hmm. So right after that, they're like, they kind of got forced. She got forced out because basically everybody in her group said, if she's not gone, we're going to walk out. Mm-hmm. So they fired a single mother right before she could collect her fucking bonus because she got forced out. So this is some of the drama we're fucking dealing with. Then like the, the manager tells me, he goes, yeah, I know you didn't like her, so you're probably happy. I'm like, no, I, I, she's a, I, I didn't like her, but she's a single mother. I didn't want anybody to get fired. I just want her. She should not be in charge of anything. I just want her to be demoted and her to shut the fuck up. That's what I wanted. But nope, they fucking booted her. Well, you got what you wanted. <laughs> no, I didn't want her to be. Dude, I know I'm an asshole sometimes, but my heart isn't made of stone. I didn't want her to be fired, just uh-huh. demoted and just not in charge of anything. But she's not clearly not a leader. So and then, 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 then the manager comes up. Oh, yeah. This other guy that you had some disagreements, don't worry about him. The next step is to fire him. It's like, why are you fucking telling me this? Wait, you know, a lot of people, right now, it's really difficult to get people to work in companies, especially international people, because the borders have been closed for God knows since when. And the thing is, it's just like, if they're firing all these people, I mean, how are they hiring people? I don't know. They just keep hiring new people. It's an English school, and they still haven't yet to hire another goddamn native English speaker. Oh, these are all, like, non-Japanese people. Are they're, 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 not, Japanese they're, they're non-Japanese foreigners. So majority of them are from the Philippines who speak English good, and they can do their job, and they won't complain. So they're, they're fine. Uh, one, one, of the other, one of the guys is from Nigeria, okay, from, right, from, from right, Spain, right. France, like, fucking whatever. Awesome. Okay. So they, they fucking fired her. And then this is another re- thing I did that was duplicitous and doing a bad thing. Like I was the one that translated the letter that said you're fired. And they did, they did it really dirty. They said, okay, you, uh, if you don't sign this agreement, this NDA that says you're not going to work for another a, a competitor of ours, you're not allowed to use anything that you learned or any lessons that you made for the company. You're not allowed to use that other schools. Just really bullshit stuff they can force. If you don't sign this, we're not paying you your severance fee. There's another really shitty thing. And again, I think that's I, illegal. I'm pretty sure it is. And I, I was duplicitous with this. Again, I, I caved under pressure and I was the one that translated that. And I should not have. <laughs> you are very unethical. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. I'm Right now, I'm a fucking terrible person. I got, I got freaked out because of the pandemic and all this other fucking bullshit. So then all this happens. And then like, then it comes time to the bonus and they start shirking us around the bonus. And like, almost let it go i was really close to saying fuck it just shut your mouth and then like then i had the weekend to think about it had a couple drinks and i'm like yeah fuck this mm-hmm. so i went back into the place on monday and i was like i want to talk to you to like the head guy i'm like pull out the contract it says right here i get a bonus full bonus want it period and then he got fucking pissed off and started screaming in front of everybody else in the office i was like do you want to go in another room and talk about this no so we went back and forth, and I basically said, it is here in the contract in black and white. If you don't pay me this, we can go right down to the government office and talk about this and see what they have to say. And literally, fine, fuck you. You're a greedy asshole. I'll fucking pay you your full bonus. But you're the only one that's getting it in front of everybody. So now everybody in the office knows, knows that I am the only one that got a full bonus. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that might have that obviously damaged my standing in the company and it damaged, <laughs> damaged relationships with coworkers. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> so you weren't invited to the Christmas party, I'm assuming. Uh, I was not. 
I wasn't until I was, but guess what? Guess what happened? Dun, dun, dun. Christmas came up. The Christmas program came up. I was asked to dress as Santa Claus, which I fucking did. And I fucking rocked that shit because I'm awesome Santa Claus. You then, are. then everything just went back to normal. They're like, oh, ha, ha. He's, he's good. He's Santa Claus. He's fucking cool. Nobody fucks with Santa Claus on Christmas. I'm telling you. That's it. All you did was dress as Santa and everyone just. Well, I did, and I did an awesome job. though. He's sad. So, really? So nobody like full metal jacket. No. After that. You didn't get fucked up. No. No. Oh, the soap. Oh, yeah. The soap. No. No, but like it was, it was, Not yet. I was going to go there. Yeah. And then, still the season. Then that happened. And then, uh, what was it like? Yeah. Then, like a couple of days after that, like, I think it was like last day or two I was in there, which I put in for vacation time because I just wanted, I had vacation time saved up. I just wanted a couple of extra days because we, we only got six days off for Christmas. That's it. When Christmas and New Year. It's not bad. It's Tokyo. I had some, yeah, had some bullshit, dude. I, 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 used, I used to get a month off. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not normal. It's not normal. Well, yeah, it was a fucking good job. But anyway, I was so anyway, like, so I walked in there and then like they they basically just like fired me. Right, they fired you when you came back from your vacation. How did they do it? They said, "Tom, please have a seat." No, actually, just stand. Uh, You can just walk around and just leave. (laughs) Like what? Well, no, because like the company, the little company president came in and said, "Here's like a nice bottle of uh, was it Chardonnay." Oh, well, that's nice. At work. And I was like, that's pretty cool. And after all your bullshit, because like they gave like. Oh, that's called the kiss of death. Yeah. Was it Chardonnay? Yeah, it was Chardonnay. Oh, they gave me the kiss. Oh, dude, never accept that. No. So they, they gave me that. Uh-huh. And even before that, they, they don't even like, they only like the, the, the big boss, like the company president, she only knows my name. No, she doesn't know anybody else's name. So that's, that's kind of good. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm special or whatever. Wow. But like, yeah, so they did that. And then like. Drank that, had a pretty good weekend. I was actually with you guys on Christmas that weekend because Christmas is a Saturday. So yeah. we're hanging out. And then, like, I did the podcast with you, cruised back, you know, cooked a like, nice, like, five or six course meal for my, uh, was it my family came down, like, uh, my mother in law, my brother in law, and, like, you know, obviously my wife and kid were there. That was cool. Then I went up drinking for the rest of the weekend. Then went back, at, back into work and they said, You're drunk. And I'm like, uh, I haven't drunk today. So basically, they said I smelled of alcohol, and they basically said, mm-hmm. and then, then, well, you were going to play with kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I wasn't drunk. I was just hungover. <laughs> I might, I might, the, you know what I used to do is I used to have like the, was it the series of strong medicine, medicinal uh, body wash, which just fucking kills any smell on you. Yeah. I ran out of that. So I was just <laughs> using normal bar soap. So I might have smelled like booze, but I was, I, I was, I swear I was not drinking like, you know, before I was teaching kids, <laughs> but had they done that, listen, had they done that, wouldn't they like, I, one of them, like, I don't know, called the cops or sent me home immediately in the morning. They just said, eh, just go fucking work. Why would home. they call the cops? Is legal. Wouldn't, they, wouldn't they tell me to get the fuck out if I was, if I was wasted in front of kids, which I, again, I wasn't, I was just hung over. <laughs> well, so, right. so they stayed there all day and taught classes. And then at the end of the day, they're like, man, you're fired. No, I'm like, coming in hungover. Yeah, basically. And I'm like, well, oh again, it's 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 my fault for being stupid because like they they were probably basically they were gonna fire me anyway for raising the ruckus about the bonus. Uh-huh. They, they were they were gonna they were gonna find something. Well, they found something good. Yeah, I gave a reason. Like I could have hung in there for maybe I don't know, a couple couple more weeks, maybe another month or two. Who knows? It was in the car. So I was basically. like, fuck it, and. 
here's here's another fucked up thing they did. So I got into it with the manager. I was like, yeah, fucking, you can fire me, but I know all rights, and like, I'll go down to the government office and I'll fucking, you guys are gonna be in some trouble once I report some of the shit you've been doing. Like what? Oh, but there's, I don't want to get into like the, the legals, but it's highly suspect. They're probably doing a bunch of illegal shit with the, with the payroll, obviously not paying people what they promised in the contract is illegal. And some, some of the other stuff I have, like, I can't prove, but I have suspicions about. Well, you don't, you're not, you didn't say the company's name, so you can say anything. You say like, yes, they're trafficking children to Hokkaido. I mean, well, it's not that bad, but it's, close. it's just, you know, illegal, illegal stuff with payroll. And I've heard like, well, that's what the reason one of the Japanese teachers quit is because she found out some illegal stuff. Okay. Illegal all right. Stuff. All right. Well, just don't say the name of the company and we're all good. Okay. So you got fired and then now where are you? Now, now you're podcasting well, again. The- Sign up for the Patreon. Yeah. Tom needs to pay rent. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. So I got to sort out with the government office and I got like, you know, appropriate severance fee coming and blah, blah, blah. Cool. Yeah. And then I don't know, man. Like then I just, I, I, I get and again. I fucked up. So after after I was fired, I went home. They called my wife and bitched her out. Ooh, that should be illegal. Why? Because they're assholes. No, you know, because it's fucked up. And I'm just, I'm sitting there thinking, wait a second. I didn't give them my wife's like contact. I didn't give them my phone number. Then, then, then I realized like they have you fill out emergency. emergency. Yeah. Wow. So they went into that and called my wife and bitched her out. I come home and she's cool. fucking crying. Oh and I was seething God. fucking Oh, pissed. your poor wife. She's such a one. Oh, is there a cat? There's a cat. I was like, Tom, stop <laughs> touching me there. Come on. I know it's been a while since I've seen you, but come on, dude. Get your nails off my <laughs> So it's your cat. <laughs> All this. And then, then, then like, my, my wife was, like, upset and, like, blah, blah, blah. She, like, she actually, she was cool with the whole situation. She was like, yo, you weren't perfect, but this company's fucked up. I'm glad you're not working there. I'm glad we're not sending our kid to school there. Fuck these guys. And yeah. she, she's been pretty supportive of it. Mm. So she's been she's been really cool about the situation. She said, like, I don't know, in Japanese, like, she said, this is a very low-level company that she shouldn't continue working for, which is, translate the polite Japanese, it's like, yo, fuck this place. They're a bunch of douchebags. Don't ever fucking go anywhere near them. Okay, cool. Yeah, so where are you now? So, and then and then after that, so I had the nice thing. I was like, ah, fuck it. You know, I just had, had a couple drinks and then just kind of forgot about it. And just like, I was already searching for jobs because like, remember, I, it's, I won't get into another long story, but like a couple of years ago, I worked for a company that went bankrupt. And it- and The music company. Uh, yeah, it was a music company. And mm-hmm. like, it took me- Two and a half, I'm oh, sorry, a year and a half to get 60% of my salary of two and a half months on a manager's salary. And like, I had no fucking income coming in. It was just, it really got to me. I felt really depressed. I felt fucking worthless because I, here I am with a newborn child. I'm trying my best to like support my family and do the right thing. And I did the right thing. The company went belly up. And it wasn't just that they, they went bankrupt and couldn't pay us. They literally hired a team of lawyers and threw up literally every fucking possible roadblock for me to like they hired a team of lawyers just to pay you four g's they probably lost a lot of money in that situation well not not even that not even that but another thing about them is like they're one of the one of the head people there was a basically a co-owner is a famous musician who's i'm not going to say his name but like he's a easily a multi-millionaire he easily could have snapped his fingers okay okay okay, yeah we're not gonna say who it is we're not gonna say who it is but if you know the band Oh, I, 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 White so, Snake. It might be the lead singer. I, I so want to fucking say. See, I was so want to fucking say. It but might I, be a, because, She's only seventeen. Seventeen. We're teaching your children, but they mean a lot to me. Okay. Anyway. Okay, but but because of that situation, 
Yeah, no, thank you. I'll, I'll take a little bit of that. Tom needs a lot. He's been talking for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> because I can't even throw my jokes. Half my jokes are in my back pocket, by the way. Because of that, I promised myself, if anything ever fucked up, because like I, I, I worked for companies that have gone out of business, but me getting paid on time, what I was owed, was never a fucking issue. Yeah. The entire time I've been in Japan, it's never been an issue. Yeah, yeah. So when that company starts screwing up and saying, ah, don't worry, we'll get it to you in a couple of days, a couple of weeks, you know, turn, turn it into months, turn it into a year and a half. I promised myself if, an, if another company ever fucking pulled that bullshit where they were late with money or didn't pay on time or sorry, didn't pay the full amount that I was fucking immediately going to search for other jobs. And which is what I did because they were a week late with my bonus and it took me fucking basically bitching at them, threatening legal action, get the full amount. Yeah. So already I was, I was applying for jobs anyway. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This job's kind of demanding anyway. So like, I'll just, I'll fucking chill out and take my separate severance fee, live off savings. And my wife understands the situation. So like I was already searching for other jobs and I've had interviews lined up and probably some good stuff's coming. It looks likely. But uh, I thought this is all going to be over. So I went on vac- vacation, did a fair amount of drinking to get it on my system. I was kind of depressed. And then I kind of bounced back. Hmm. Up fucking, my wife wanted to go out like for a bicycle. Right? I don't want to crash my fucking bicycle. Not because I was drunk. But again, I was hung over, but I wasn't <laughs> drinking that day. Tom, God, the, way you, the way you drink, being hungover kind of is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> you but crash I mean, your bicycle. Actually, it's, that's that's not a good thing. You've got a huge, his, his bicycle is like the Harley Davidson of bicycles. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's, it's wheels. Like Johnny couldn't ride it. Either. There's, there'd be way too it's really big. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's, it's like the fat boy. Have you seen Terminator 3? That's that's the bicycle, but with no engine. It's like muscle power. It's kind of so, cool. So I did, did that. I got, did you I kill got, somebody? No. <laughs> And the, the really sad thing is, it was just like, it was like, I was following my wife because I didn't know where the park was. So she, she takes like the, the my boy in, in the baby basket. And I was just like following her. So we went to the park, we played around, it was fine. And got back on the bicycle and we we're just, I was going down a hill and like, I would look down to like shift the gears. This is a really nice, like with all the gear shifts. Mm-hmm. And then like somebody left some trash out and just like fucking boom. <laughs> so wait, you hit the trash, you, your bike slipped, you fell. Yeah. You did a 360 Bang, there. I my shoulder, my knee, like still kind of hurt a little bit, like right here. I'm You're a tough guy. You'll be fine. Walk it up. Yeah. But well, that, that's the thing. How's the bike? Uh, bike's okay, actually. Okay, good. I thought you were going to see you totaled the bike. I was oh, like, no. you got hit by a car. It, it dinged up. I think it might, uh, the axle might, a few things might be, need to be readjusted. Well, let me take a look at it. I could probably fix it. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. You're, you're, you're good with bicycles. I would actually much rather have like a BMX like you have. Yeah, BMXs are great, man. Yeah, the AK forty seven of bicycles—they don't break and they they last forever. It doesn't matter any kind of like weather condition if it's like either mud, sand, snow. It's still gonna go, man. You can't. because no, I remember this is a couple of years ago. You showed up at my place and there's a liquor store downstairs. You showed up, said, "Hey, man, I'm on my bike. Just want to hang out and have a few beers because I got some time." I said, "Yeah, cool. I was not on my bike." Yeah. <laughs> no, I was not like, on my bike. Yeah. I was walking my bike. Yes, you were walking your bike, but I, I, I hopped on your bike before I was drinking, and I was like, "What?" Well, while you were going in to get some beers, and I was like, "It's kind of a nice bike." So I just like decided to take it for a ride around the block, and you just like I come back and you're like, looking like, did you just steal my bike?" And I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. It's a nice bike. I just I couldn't resist. I just had to take a lap, do a lap around the block. Like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So BMXs are fucking cool. Mm. So I did all this fucking shit. And then crashed my bike and this and then blah, 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 job searching, blah, blah, blah. 2022! And I went to the appropriate government office to file the paperwork and I know my rights, so I'll get my severance fee, blah, 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 so that's fine. And then I, I thought it was going to be over and it was going to be done with. And then like a couple days ago, I got 
a male from the uh, Nigerian guy who was one of the other managers, basically the only manager who hasn't been fired. Mm. And it was like, dude, I'm in a lot of trouble, man. Like, I think they're going to fire me. And I was like, yeah, I kind of told you that they, they were looking to fire you. So he was like, okay. Like he recorded a conversation like stealthily and he sent it to me. I was like, that's pretty fucked up. So I start, we, 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 we get to talking back and forth online. And then like, he goes, yeah, so they, they, they mandatorily gave me a couple of days off. I'm supposed to go back there and in, in there on Wednesday. And they said, I can, because he doesn't speak Japanese. I can bring someone to uh, whoever I feel comfortable with to help interpret. Mm-hmm. Would you like to be that person? And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, it's, it hasn't happened yet. It's, it's in the work. It's in, uh, Wednesday, I believe, 11, 11 o'clock when the crew's in there. I was like, all right, meet me outside the building so they don't think I'm going to fucking bang on the door and be screaming at them. You should wear a suit. Yeah, I, I will. I will. I'm you got to wear a suit. I'm going to yeah. wear a fucking suit. And I'm just going to walk in there and just be like, hi, guys, what's up? But the thing is, when you record it, you can't go stealth mode because that's technically kind of illegal. Mm. What you have to say is, oh, yes, we're recording this as part of our protocol and it's for our records. And if yeah. you do that, then you can record it and then it gets, it's held up in law. It's yeah. held up in law. Yeah. I need more coffee. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, but we need a drink. We need the, a real the whole, <laughs> the whole thing is like a couple of things about this whole story. Like this guy, I had a, when, when we first started working, working together, I fucking hated him. He was one of the guys who was screaming at me mm. and he was wrong in a lot of stuff. But okay. like, Right. I started to realize that like him, like me and a lot of the other people were given unrealistic, realistic expectations, but under a lot of pressure. Yeah. He cracked, he lashed out. That's not good. But like since then, you know, after a couple months, we got used to each other. We're actually pretty cool with each other. Yeah. I love Nigerians. Yeah. Now. Okay. Hold on so, a second. Tom, Tom, yeah. We've been talking for quite a bit. So now let me just consult with Missy about this whole situation. We're going to get back to you. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <clears throat> what do you think? This is pretty fucked up. He got fired for the seventh time in two years. Seventh time in two Something years. Something like that. It's been a while. Yeah, Tom, don't say anything. So, I don't know. And it's always from like the same kind of a company. It's like an English school for kids, English school for kids. And he always knows more than the executives. He speaks English and Japanese. So, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Mm-mm. Probably not. I'm saying he should start his own company. Oh, I see. Okay. Like if he starts his own company, he's the boss. He can't get fired. And all he has to do is he's already got like all the lessons planned for like the kids. All he needs to do is just find a location, get some advertising and um, yeah, just hit the ground running and start his own business. Yeah. Let's use my house. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you were not thinking what I was thinking at all. I was thinking like a warehouse in Kawasaki or something. That, that, that might be actually cool because Missy over here, you're a budding tattoo artist, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Like, so you've obviously got quite a bit of ink, so maybe that could be an incentive. Yeah, like, tattoo. hey, free tattoos. Yeah, tattoo parlor upstairs, uh, downstairs. We yeah. got like the devil worshiping room upstairs. Yeah, that's true. Right? Family yeah. friendly, by the mm-hmm. way. Yes, very. Yeah. Well, Tom, you, she's going to fix your ink. Here, show us your ink. Oh, oh, it's a bit giant. Oh. <laughs> 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 1993. Oh, my God. Oh, it's 1998, actually. She needs a little bit of love. In that it. used to be black, right? Yeah, it used to be black. Well, you could put like an upside down crucifix mm-hmm. right over here, a pentagram yeah, over there, maybe a penis right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Well, it's just like for. First, I just like just want to touch. Was it. that supposed to be the Batman symbol? I only got one. I got one other one. 
Florida Lee here, and then you can see this is uh, she needs some love too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that today. Yeah, yeah. I'll record it. Oh, sign up for the Patreon. Holy smokes! Oh, speaking of Patreon, Mike, we're gonna hook you up. I know you're listening, so uh, yes, we're gonna hook you up. The package is in the mail. <laughs> Oh man. So yeah, what do you think of his story? That's that's pretty was, intense. Was that the everything? That was the end? Was that just the beginning? Was that the preview? Well, I don't know. But, like, yeah, but like it, the the thing with the like the Nigerian guy asking me basically being going and being his interpreter interpreter and advocate, mm-hmm. like I'm probably the best person to ask because I can do interpretation. Also, I know all the laws, I know the situation, how, how fucked they are. So but this is one thing I just, I, let me close it off. I know I've been eating up a lot of airtime and I apologize for that. I just, I'm, no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm really, I'm really like happy to be back on the podcast and be like potting again. Yay. Yay. We love you. <clears throat> Go for it. Cause I mean, I'm struggling today. Anyway, I, th- this is another story I can quickly go over it in a bit. Yeah, That's sure. Why I struggled to talk today, but anyway, please. Yeah, okay. what we did last night. I would love to. I would love to hear your story. Just one or two no. minutes for me to finish up, and then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, then, then, don't then I can. I will happily uh, hand it over I to you. I don't want to hear my story. I just okay. want to do. Okay. You don't want. You're, you're not in a sharing mood. So it's okay. I am in a sharing mood. Yeah, please, please. go for it. I mean, it's hard to shut you up sometimes. <laughs> you know. But, like, since I've had some time off to reflect about, like, past behavior and what's been going on in my life and the world, pandemic, my family, blah, 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 blah. Like, this Nigerian guy who asked me to do this, I easily, I got to turn him down. I said, no, I don't want any any more to do with this. Like, bloody, bloody, blah. But I've reflected because I've I've stated a couple times in the story, I was not the good guy in the story. I did some things that I should not have done that were unethical. But I am thinking, I am remembering back to a couple of years ago when like when life was simpler and there were a lot of times, most of the time I used to do things not because they were in my own self-interest. This, this is helping him out is kind of in my self-interest as well. Mm-hmm. But I used to do things not because they were in my self-interest and not because they were the easy thing to do, but because they were the right thing to do. And I've had some time to think about this and this is the right thing to do. This guy needs help. Despite any, any mis- misgivings or any arguments we got we, we got into the past, he's a good guy, I feel, and like I should help him. Okay, cool. I've, got, I've got fucking time, so I, I just want to get back to that going forward. Like, if you do something <laughs> wrong, doing a right, like doing something right, doesn't automatically balance the scales. But if you do something wrong, you have an opportunity to sit down and reflect about what you've done wrong and how you can do better in the future. See, Tom's a parent. <laughs> yeah. He's got a kid. That's now part, that's, this way. That's part of it, though, because I don't want to like I don't want to be an asshole in front of my kid. I want like I want to show my you know my kid good behavior. Can we call it the title of the show? I don't want to be an asshole. In front of my kid. <laughs> sure, if, if you like, if you like, but like, Saito, <laughs> write that down. You motherfucker. <laughs> that's why I don't have kids. Oh, I don't blame you. I never wanted kids either. You know, my, my wife essentially, basically, she wanted kids, and like, well, you've got a good kid. I love yeah, your kid. My, my kid's cool. This like, kid's really awesome. He goes to the convenience store and he doesn't run up to the candy or the toys. He runs up to the beer section. He grabs a beer. He's like, "Daddy, beer!" And I was like, "You got him trained like a dog." <laughs> he does. He'll bring you beer and everything. It's true. No, no, he, he does, but like, no, but like, I I felt I had to have like I I owed that to my wife because she essentially killed me with kindness. You got a great wife. Yeah. She's a doll. She's, yeah. she's cool. Everybody loves her. She's she's been good to me. So like, you know, she killed me with kindness, and I I, I couldn't say no to her when she said I want a kid. I'm like, well, gotta do it. <laughs> 
but, I think yeah. they killed a guy. I just like kindness and faith. <clears throat> okay, look, look. Actually, yeah. I think he committed suicide. Anyway, continue. Yeah. No, <laughs> dark. <laughs> that got dark real quick. We'll see if that's right later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so when my kid gets a little bit older and like a little bit wiser, when he's able to understand, I wanted to say two things about daddy. My mom, one, my daddy is a badass, and two, my daddy always does the right thing. Always. <laughs> That's debatable, but you're doing the right thing now. <laughs> oh man, Lori, so, all right, maybe I had a couple of missteps. Things got fucked up in the pandemic, you know, job situation, bloody blah, 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 a bunch of fucking drama. I just want to get back, back on the right path. That's right. And don't we all? Okay. All right, Tom. Thank okay, you so yep. much. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm cashed out. Like over to you. Let, let me just make sure. to take the floor. That's fine. Let me, all right. Well, okay, okay. All right. We are recording. I just had to make sure because I did not want to go through that again. Um <laughs> Twitch. No, what if I have to tell it again? Yeah. Twitch, we're on Twitch, but we're like an hour and a half late doing Twitch because we had so many fucking technical difficulties. So if you if you sign up for Twitch, if you're on Twitch and you want to watch the show with us on Twitch, um, we're so sorry that we're an hour and a half late doing this, but um we yeah. suck. Yeah, we suck. <laughs> Missy, what is your was your story about last night? All we do is just like hang out and talk, like you, me, and the missus, and drink Coca-Cola Zero because we didn't have any booze. Yeah, we're kind of sober right now, just for like the time being. No, we're more than sober, we're caffeinated up. Uh, yeah. That coffee's strong. I know, dude. I make it's a super strong. Jittery. I make I make strong coffee, dude. You're supposed to put in two scoops. I do six. I, that's why I call it black crack, dude. When you get it, it's as dark as sin. That is how it. Johnny rolls. That's how I roll. No, I'm not even supposed to be drinking caffeine, but I started because I quit alcohol. So yeah, for stress management situations. Well, we didn't. We didn't. All right, well, let's let's establish this. We didn't quit alcohol. What we're doing is we're just taking a break because like the last couple of weeks were so fucked up. I drank two cases of beer and two bottles of wine in five days, which is awesome. But um, yeah, my tolerance is so high. And also I've got an art show. Actually, you and I have an art show coming up. Yes. Uh, Faders and time you got to come. Your friends are going to be there. Mutual friends. Uh, we've got a show at Gallery Mosto, M-U, no, M-O-S-T-O, and Guy and Mai in Tokyo, and it is on February 5th and 6th. If you're in the Tokyo area, definitely show up. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. There's going to be my work, Missy's work, and like five other amazing artists who are going to be showing their artwork, and it's going to be spectacular. I've got to create 30 paintings in three weeks. I... Yeah, I've got so much work to do. I don't have time to drink, dude. I have no time to be hungover. I could do a Jackson pull-up where I just get wasted and just dump it on the canvas. But I, I, I've got some ideas, and I want to do some really cool shit. So, yeah. So, alcohol right now is cool. Uh, I can go to that. You should definitely my, go to that. Bring my kid. Yeah, Come definitely on. bring your kid. It's going to be a great time, dude. Um, So, what, is that what you wanted to talk about or something? Well, no, no. I was just going to say, like, since Christmas till today... I've been having these things happening to me. Like um, I struggle to talk. I get the shakes. Um, just insane, ridiculous things, right? Yeah, so, I, I've been there before. I, yeah, yeah, I understand. Well, yeah, you're I, on the right podcast, yeah. Missy. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, that I've had the DTs before. But this was like something completely like beyond that. Like my brain, like eggs is cracked and fried. Like, oh my God, what the fuck's going on with me sort of situation right and then and then I got a facial tick and everything and then so like I went to the doctor and then they're like okay you know but you know you've been drinking heavily drinking for a fucking you know daily drinker for over a decade at this point but like has something new happened in your life have you had any changes? started a podcast with these assholes <laughs> yeah, no, these assholes just showed up my door and won't leave it's uh well you know they like you know major life changes you know, so I was like, 
well, I mean, do you have like fucking time to listen to my major life changes? So today, today is uh, the one year anniversary exactly of uh, my husband leaving me. So um, yeah, 365 days ago today, um, which was also my wedding anniversary. So he left me on my wedding anniversary. Yeah, I can see how that might sting a bit. Yeah, it's hardcore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, so I had no idea that anything was wrong at all. So it was, it was a little bit of a shock because I thought everything was fine. Yeah, it was, that was crazy. Last night, we we're just talking about that. We're just sitting around and it's like, Missy, me, and my missus, and we're all just hanging out. And Missy's like, yeah, you know, it was around this time when, you know, when I got the whole divorce thing or whatever. And, and, and my wife is like, well, today's the 16th. Because it was like midnight. It was past midnight. And Missy's like, what the fuck? Yeah, today's the day, you know? So, yeah. Today was the day that it was a wrap. And then what's that song? Da, 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 so we did that last night. Yeah. So, and that was the beginning of the darkest uh, year of my entire life. That was really the beginning of everything that could possibly go wrong. And today's the ending yeah. of it. Yeah. Today, today's the ending. Yeah. Yeah. You got a podcast, you got friends to hang out with. Yeah. Baby steps, things will get better maybe for you. I think. Baby steps. Oh, yeah. We got strong you. coffee right now, which means we're not completely wasted, which means, I mean, it's still fairly early. It's before noon, which means we have the whole day to do all sorts of cool stuff together. We got Scrabble over there, Monopoly over there. Dude, she's got a video game arcade. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's saw that in the corner hanging out. <laughs> so anyway, but that was that was just, I mean, that was like the, the fucking like first day, you know? And after that, like, I mean, something bad happened every single day. So it's like 365 bad things happened, at least from that day till till now. You have a black cat following you around? I She's got three of them. Three of them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, bitch, I got three. Where's yeah. Disco? She's got a white one too. Disco! So there was that, you know, and um, I mean, it was just like, you know, like, have you ever had something like that happen to you when you're like so excited and so happy to like have like a nice wedding anniversary dinner and then the, the news hits you and then your soul just exits your body? I'm trying to make a joke out of this, but it's really hard. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to keep the comedy train moving, especially uh, since she's being poetic about it too. Well, yeah. as I said before, since you know it's been officially one year as yeah. of today, yeah. it, it's today is like the first day mm-hmm. of the rest of your life, literally. Yeah. yeah so no, so I mean, right? the dark is over. No, I mean I'm I'm happy. I'm just like massively fucked up somehow, and I think it's shell shock. Mm, right ptsd yeah so i mean because that i mean that day i was already fucking like um i i couldn't even talk right i just Mm. i just sat there as everything was like in slow motion like fucking like watching like a car crash and i'm just sitting there and finally after like like minutes of just like i can't talk i'm like finally the first thing i said i was like waiter or something right and then i'm like how many martinis can you serve me at once at this table sort of situation. So they bring whatever. So I'm like drinking, drinking quietly. And, um, you know, I was wearing my best two piece dress as I got up to like go to the bathroom. Um, 
my fucking high heels got stuck on the fucking bottom part of my skirt and pulled it down. And I, you know, I was drunk, so I didn't realize it. I ended up showing my cunt in front of (laughs) everybody at a five-star restaurant. It it was, it was beautiful. But wait, 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 wait. it was in Florida though, right? It was in Florida. Typical. Typical. Florida. You'll fit right in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Florida woman. That's good. What Florida woman is supposed to start in five star restaurant? Oh, yeah. In other news, <laughs> diners just keep on dining because they think it's just part of Florida's natural charm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that night I had to get it um, carried out of the rest. My business partner had to like carry me um, up the stairs. Really, he's a good guy. Yeah, I was just like, I, I had died that night. So I was a corpse that had to be carried upstairs. I, You know, I, I blame your ex-husband because that's kind of sadistic. Like, all right, it's her anniversary. We're at a five-star review or five-star uh, restaurant. And uh, here, send these papers, you know? Yeah, and it's like, oh, it's like, oh, you know, it's anniversary, so let's exchange presents. Like, here's my present for you. Shoves the divorce papers across the table. You're like, eh, fuck, this is not gonna be a very good night, is it? Waiter, yeah, yeah, you know what? Check, please. That that's pretty messed up. But as I said, as I said twice before, mm-hmm. today is the first day of the rest of your life. It, it can only get better from here on out. You had one year of darkness. I mean, everybody has a year of darkness. Usually, it's when we're like fourteen or sixteen. Have you had one like mine though? No, because I'm just saying this. This is day one. This was the introduction to the dark shit that happened. Yeah, like this was. I mean, wow. Um, I mean, I I I do feel for you because I I get where you're coming from. He's been fired seven times in two years. I've been through some dark days. Maybe not a year of darkness, but like some pretty dark signs. But like, I get when you when you're you're so far down, you don't even know what like direction is up. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, mean, I, 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 I think that's what basically you're saying. No, I mean, what followed after that was, I mean, so today, 16th, so let's say 16 days. Um, well, January 1st was, uh, you know what? See, this is the problem. Like, the dates are just not even working. This, Did, is, this is what I'm talking about with the shell shots. Yeah, yeah. Drinking's yeah, probably not helping, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so then, that, so then that's then what I started to do was I um well after that I went to Mexico so I was like in a hotel room in Mexico like trying to like drink a bunch of oxycontin um I did not die though I woke up from just like a really good deep sleep so I'm like all right well you know what I'm gonna do after this I'm just gonna go ahead right and um, do it the old fashioned way fuck the pills I'm gonna um, reenact. Nicholas Cage's character from *Leaving Las Vegas*, <laughs> which I did, and I did it really well. But you know what? In that movie, they like glamorize it, like, oh my god, like you can die in fucking four weeks. Fuck that! Like nine months into it, I'm like, I'm still alive, but I am heavily hurting, right? And then so I just kind of like, what? I lost forty pounds in three months. I gained back like another twenty, and then I lost, which I didn't even know was physically possible. Right. And then um, so I had 13 emergency room visits last year. Mm-hmm. And then wait, is this getting too dark? It's pretty <laughs> dark. Well, I mean, the, it's not the Christmas episode. It's not the fucking Christmas episode. So fucking go nuts. No, I, I just think that you know Tom Stroh is depressing, so you're just trying to like trump him, you know? Oh yeah, Sh- shout out for Tyson. Ah, Brian. Yes. What is he saying? Uh, I was just giving the clinky emotion. The one emotion. Oh, the the cum pie. 
the beers. Oh, clinky. Okay. <laughs> the, the clinky. Two, two, Surprise. Two <laughs> uh, this, this dude's a fucking cool guy, man. Hell yeah. He, he's a fan of the show and he nailed us. Like, I still mail back and forth with him. He's great. All right. Don't hi- hijack. Okay. No, so, no, I can tone it down. If you no, 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 no. This is your story. This is your story. If you want, if you want to like release all, all there is, I mean, then you can totally do it. I mean, Tom did. Yeah. I mean, tr- trust me. I feel a lot better than having like said, yes. Knock it off. No, if you, if you want to, if you want to do that, if you want to de-stress and vent a little bit, like I, I, I suddenly feel a lot better having to vent all my fucking rage. Well, yeah. No, well, I mean, now I have, I have a therapist twice a week now because I'm so mm-hmm. messed up. Um, but um, I don't know if it's about venting, but I mean, it's 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 a fucking incredible story. Yes. Once it starts to go further, I mean, once I, you know, um, begin to tell you why I struggled with speak right now no no we're all struggling i mean it's like we got here early in the morning we zapped ourselves with like a huge amounts of caffeine and i'm i'm sleep deprived i know you're sleep deprived he's got a kid i'm sure he's sleep deprived so yeah we're all in the same boat i mean of course duttering it's all good you know so yeah i wouldn't worry about that at all but the thing is like as i said like multiple times before today is the first day of the rest of your life you're amongst really good friends you've got a great podcast there's like thousands and thousands of faders that are listening to this that support you and love you. And um, yeah, I mean, everything is so far so good right now. As long as like, you just say, okay, everything in the past is over and I'm fucking moving forward. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Just baby steps. Just, you know, just try to gradually improve your life and do better. And, no, this is it's, 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 it sounds like you're on the right path. You know, you're, you're not Tom, you're doing great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, fine. yeah take it from the fucking expert right here. This guy, yeah. no, no, I'm totally good now. Okay. It's just there were some days there where I mean, I almost died like three or four times last yeah. year. So, and then what you know, how like I stopped eating and stuff for a while, and um, the only per- really, yeah. What you stopped eating, Tom? What the big guy stopped eating? What I stopped what eating you, between lunch and dinner. There's yeah, like a couple yeah, of hours. I just yeah, didn't yeah, pick yeah, up a fork. Hung, hung out with me. Another, another stipulation of like me. This whole debacle of me getting fired. My wife told me to get off the drink. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, she's right. It's it's a it's a waste of money. It's not making me feel any better. So like, I got off the drink, and yeah, it was like for three or four days. I was I was going through withdrawal. And you stopped eating? Yeah, I was I didn't eat usually when you stop drinking, you start time. eating. And then also yeah. chocolate is awesome. Dude, chocolate's amazing. I had a box of chocolate. Not, like not, when, not, when, not when you've got like not when it's compound or being depressed and just being fucking whatever. Well, but yeah, I, I did it and I felt actually feel pretty good. Can't no, you I stop don't. drinking and be happy? Like I stopped drinking, fuck you, boys. Yeah, this always. is not a permanent thing for me. I'm just taking a break because I got a huge show coming up. Yeah. Well, I was just doing, I was doing it for months where like, if you don't eat for a few days straight, you actually, well, I actually started to feel a bit high and it kind of felt good for a while. But mm-hmm. I mean, my hair started falling out. And then if I got really dizzy and I was about to faint that like maybe every three days I'd get like a raw egg and crack it in the glass and just swallow it. Rocky style. Sustenance. Yeah. Rocky myself for sustenance. And like, probably like the only reason I didn't die was because Johnny was coming over to the house to force feed me. Yeah, that's true. After wow, this is a I depressing podcast <laughs> today. Holy shit. Hey, this is a comedy podcast. We are Japan's this number is, one comedy podcast. It's just all over the motherfucking place so, today. So then at that point. I've had a good day. Um, so this was, I basically stayed. Well, and then, you know, then I lost my job, right? Mm-hmm. Jobs. All of them went down the toilet. I mean, I couldn't work. So I resigned from five out of six companies that I co-owned with the ex. And um, 
the other one, I was kind of like, I'm going to delegate the work to other people and just go on a leave of absence. And then um, I lost my house, as you know. And then... Um, Tom! That wasn't your mom. <laughs> 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 one fucking dime. And it's all it took. That's all it took. So one man wrecking crew, me. <laughs> I lost <laughs> my... We'll, we'll not go there. Jesus we'll right. go oh, Okay, there. I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that was like, what? One or two days before I had to leave that house, right? Something like that. No, it was like a month before a you month had to before. leave. Yeah. See, dates don't even um, compute anymore. Yeah. What is life. time anyway? What is time? It it's nor here nor there. Doesn't yeah. exist. And then I, um, when I lost my car. Um, well, your car was stolen. Yes. And then that, that would I. Qualify as losing it. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if it, you parked at one place and it wasn't there it when was you came gone. back, it was lost. It, yeah. It, it was gone the day I returned from Vegas. It disappeared. That was a horrible day for me. <laughs> I was taking care of her cats for three months, right? Yeah. And every day I would come in, you know, and I'd unlock the door, take care of the cats, make sure everything is cool, make sure nobody broke into the house or whatnot. And then on the day she's returning, I walk up to her house and the car's gone. I was like, oh, well, she get back early and just go oh, for a drive. Well, she doesn't have a driver's license, right? So I was like, "Oh shit, the car's gone." Oh my god, you know. And then I go inside, and then fucking the car keys are missing. I'm like, "What the fuck? <laughs> this is bad. This is weird." Um, I wasn't aware of this. I guess I'm kind of in charge of the house, or whatever. And all of a sudden, she comes home. She's like, "Where's the car?" I'm like, "I don't know." Uh, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. No, and then, but then at that point, I'm like, "Oh, the car's been stolen." I'm like, "Eh, what is that? That's you know, that's a walk in the park." a uh, regular bad day for me um so uh, fuck where was i uh oh yeah yeah you you saved my life and so you know i, I well, was, which time by, by feeding you by feeding me well oh yeah. god man this story is getting so first, deep yeah first meal that you gave me was after i had been rocking myself for a while okay this is this is sounding really weird to all the people that are listening they're driving to work driving to school they're drinking with their friends okay like me and my wife are friends with you and your husband right there's like the four of us we've gone to restaurants and bars together we always used to hang out your husband moved to a different country mexico Mexico. to open factories and start working there and open like expand the businesses right and then um he divorced you on your anniversary one year ago and then you didn't tell me that he was uh, divorcing you or anything like that or whatever. And I just assumed he was coming back. So every like three weeks, I'm like, so when's Mr. E coming back? And uh, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Until one day you're just like, yeah, he divorced me. I haven't eaten this like this long and so on. So I was like, holy shit. So I came over to your house and you're like skeleton. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God, what the fuck happened? What have you been doing? You're like, I just haven't left my bedroom and drinking every day. I'm like, oh my God. Where's the booze? You're like, it's over there. So I went to the bar, poured myself a drink. I'm like, all right, now I got to get you some food. So then I went down to the corner store and I got like all this meats and stuff. It made like this huge, awesome spaghetti. And then after that, I called my wife. I'm like, we got to feed this bitch. <laughs> I didn't call you the C word. <laughs> I'm doing that for comedy. Okay. And then the rest is, and the rest is history. And now, no, now, so now there's the three of us that are hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. other guy's gone. So well, Tom, can you be the fourth guy? Yeah, sure. Let's keep things <laughs> even. Enough, I can walk here. Yeah. I can, I can check in. I'm fucking, I'm unemployed. I have nothing better to do with my time anyway. I can oh, my God. You should totally abuse this guy. Give him tattoos. Make him clean your house. 
Yeah. Oh, you've got it made. Okay, well, have so, like uh, th- there we go. We'll, we'll work for tattoos. She gives me a touch up. Oh, oh bro. God, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do that's this on the show. Well, I mean, that's why I opened the tattoo parlor here because you know I had to resign from all the other companies that was running because of this the situation. So then, um, fuck, where was I? The, uh, the, I was the skeptic. My family fed you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, this. <laughs> Me and so, the missus would come over with big meals. Yeah, so from January to, like, September. Um, oh, and then, so then, you know, of course, like, with the leaving Las Vegas situation, like, I was drinking, and I know this because I had an Amazon subscription, like, 150 Budweiser's a week and one bottle of gin a day mm. with no food. It's pretty hard. So, yeah. And it's a good then, way to lose weight. Yeah. yeah. Good way to kill yourself. No. 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 It, did, it didn't work. <laughs> it it didn't work. But what I did accomplish <laughs> was I was able to get a stroke, a mini stroke, TIA stroke, um, a handful of months ago, right? When I was in the ambulance. That was before you went to before Vegas. Went oh, to yeah. Vegas. That was like five months ago. Yeah. Four months ago. Now I'm fucking up time. <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. That Watch was, it with your family. <laughs> that was really scary. And I, I, at that time, I was getting this full stomach Ouija board tattoo. <clears throat> this four-hour stomach tattoo. And like one hour into it, as I'm getting the tattoo, that was the first morning that I had not had a morning drink. In months and months and months and months and months because I was getting a tattoo and like I'm like that's rude to the tattoo artist if I come in drunk so I didn't have my morning drink and one hour into the stomach tattoo it was like my um eyes started crossing mm-hmm. and I'm like that's not normal why are my eyes crossed and then I told it's normal her, for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah why do I wear glasses we just call it Tuesday. Yeah, and I'm like laying on the table and then my, my arms and legs kind of cross. Like, you know when like a fly falls over and dies and its legs like cross like this? Yeah, why do they do that? That started happening to me. So I was like a dead fly on the table getting stomach tattoos. So I told the artist like I need a break, right? So mm-hmm. I get up to have like a smoke break. And as I stand up, I like couldn't walk. And then I fell down. Mm-hmm. And like took out like this giant potted plant tree and everything, and I'm like crashing all over the floor, and I'm struggling to get up. And she's like, "Holy shit, you are fucked up! Like, we need to like not finish this." And I'm like, "Um, now I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, right?" So then I went pretty hardcore. Was, yeah. So then I we ended up finishing. She's probably used to tattoos. She's like, eh, it tickles. It, it, it hurt. It hurt a lot just because I was just because I was already so fucked up from the months of what I was doing to my body. So it was like mentally, I was like, I can handle the physical pain, but apparently, physically, my body said no and shut down. So like, I got get back on the table anyway, and I finished it three more hours. And when I'm done, I was like, okay, and I I I am not doing well right now. Um, I'm like struggling to have like proper thoughts that make any sort of sense or whatever and i'm forgetting how to speak japanese so that's, that's and, not good because you've been here a long ass time right yeah Born and here. i don't know my fucking birthday like so i'm like that's not good i um took a taxi to the nearest hospital and i went with the doctor took a look at me in my eyes and did like a test with my hands and legs and stuff and he went oh hell no i'm calling you an ambulance right now so i'm like all right so I get in the ambulance and like we're doing this whatever it is situation looping around the city trying to find a fucking hospital that will fucking take me during Corona times 
while they ask me over and over and over, I'm like, no, if I was this, I wouldn't be in the motherfucking ambulance right now having a stroke fucking at this age. And they're like, what country are you from? What do you do for work? And I'm like, fuck you. Take me to the fucking hospital right fucking now. And um, it's kind of weird for them to ask that. <laughs> no, that's, that's typical Japanese because they're like, oh, she's a foreigner. We're just going to pawn her off on somebody else. Yeah, they say, where do you work? What do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? Yeah, that's that's, that's like, to- totally fucking relevant to oh, the woman in the back of the ambulance God. who's having a fucking stroke, right? Exactly. It's like, I didn't know that American strokes were different from Japanese strokes. I'm sorry. Anyway, so I, you know, we did this and we did that. And then we went to the hospital and then, then it was like, blood tests and everything they came back and they're like oh by the way also your liver is fucked i'm like well i've uh, got that duh. <laughs> <laughs> we probably all do oh, oh yeah so and then i'm like i followed up later and my stroke doctor was like you can never drink or smoke ever again because like you will a hundred percent be back here again and we will meet again he looks me in the eyes we will meet again so I'm like, all right, bro. So at this point, it's like fucking finally September. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do to um, continue on my path of Nicolas Caging myself? I'm going to fly to Vegas. So I did. I hopped on a plane in September. My birthday present to myself, September 4th, was to take myself to Vegas by myself and just sit there and drink, which I did. I stayed in the Pyramid Hotel. The Luxor is lovely. Very nice hotel. Yeah, so I spent my birthday just sitting there um, drinking. That was fun. And then I ended up getting kidnapped in Vegas after that. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Tom, you've never been kidnapped? What's the matter with you? Oh, I guess it's not a trip to Vegas unless you get kidnapped, right? Yeah. Uh, he's just not cute enough like the rest of us. Yeah, I'm not sexy enough. No, 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 you, know, you, you do bring up a good point. No, no one would fucking want to kidnap this ugly bug. Well, I mean, yeah, they're like, we're not getting any ransom from this asshole. I, I, yeah, I just accidentally like um, bumped into some like serial killer guy. So, well, I just I met him at a bar. I was drinking alone. And um, he's like, you know, just really like nice, nice, normal. Um, like I love Jesus. I like football kind of guy. And, and I was like, now I know what was wrong with me my whole life. I have been hanging out with the wrong men. Right. Right. And he likes me and I'm like, how lovely. Right. And then it turns out how naive was I that somebody that normal would be interested in someone like me. So anyway, he's like, okay, do you want to go to another bar with me? I said, sure. So he goes, get in my car. So I'm like, okay. So I run in the car. Now don't judge me and be like, you're so stupid. You got in a stranger's car. At this point, I'm like, I am on a death path anyway. So I'm like, fuck it. If I die, I die. So I get in this car. And as he's driving, suddenly like he changes. And he looks at me and he's like, these inverted cross tattoos on your face. You're going to hell. And I was like, so Mr. Rogers turned into Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. And I was like, oh, here it comes. And then um, as he's driving, he's just like, for no reason at, at all, just out of nowhere, he just throws out. He just goes, you know, if I was a girl that got raped, I would just kill myself. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. 
that's pretty fucking up. Okay, then that's when and I you jump like, out of the cut. I was like, fuck it, I'm this out. is <laughs> how I'm going to fucking die. I was like, today's the day I'm going to fucking this die. This is how horror movies start. Well, and So I looked at the guy and I said, well, I need to get out of this car right fucking now. I need to get out right now. And then he's like, and he's driving and he looks at me and he goes, no, you're fine. I'm just gonna say what I would do in the situation. I would be like, listen, sir, um, this has been very entertaining, and I want to thank you for the ride to the bar, but um, I just realized that I'm on my period. I just realized right now, and I really immediately have to go to a pharmacy or convenience store. Immediately. Dude, that guy's gonna hit the brakes so fast and he's gonna hit you and not hit you, but hit the 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 whatchamacallit, the, the door unlock button or whatever, and get you out of that car as soon as possible. That's what I would say. Would that work? Uh, maybe that would turn out. I, I would say I, any excuse to get out of the situation would be a good one. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Well, I mean, at this point, as we're driving further and further away from the strip and we're going towards the desert. Okay, that's really bad. <laughs> that's really bad. That's like this is definitely how horror movies end. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So um it's like a casino. I was kind of like looking out the window. And you know, he's drinking. He has all these like bottles by his feet. He's drinking and he's driving. And he's he's drinking and driving in Vegas. Yeah. Man. And so Tuesday in Vegas, right? Typical. So yeah. you know, as we approach the desert, he's starting to run out of some drinks. And we and I saw in the distance there was like one like kind of um, whatever bar I don't know I was fucked up I was drunk obviously so I'm like I was like hey before we continue on with whatever we're gonna do which I'm down with why don't we like the sun's rising let's just go to this fucking place get some breakfast we get some eggs and some toast and get some more drinks right buy some more drinks and some cigarettes and then let's get back in the car and fucking do this. And he goes, okay. Right? He didn't have it all together in the head, so he's like, okay. Obviously not. Well, yes, you're really killer. You're not really that dependent. If, if you're going to kidnap a woman, talk, talk to her about Jesus yeah. and tell her, she, tell her she's going to hell and blah, 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 he's probably not in the right head space. Well, I, mean, he I was, wonder if he's listening to this podcast. Ooh, well, I mean, he's not, 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 not like an intelligent one, is what I'm trying to Oh, he's say. like one of the dumber of the yeah, serial killers. Yeah, There's a whole spectrum. Just, yes. Statistically, like, we think, like, when we think serial killers, we think, like, Hannibal Lecter, they're so smart, that's why they didn't get caught. Ted no. Bundy was fucking smart. Yeah, T- Ted Bundy was smart, but th- those are the exception, actually, because I've read up about serial killers. Mm-hmm. Most of them got basically got away with all other shit. Like, the Night Stalker was dumb as a post. Yeah, I see. Yeah, they, they, they got lucky because basically the cops fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even Jeremy, uh, sorry, Jeffrey Dahmer, he could he could have been caught early. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, well, he, he had a live-in girlfriend that went to the police and said, I think there's something wrong with my boyfriend. I think you should investigate him. Jeffrey Dahmer was gay, though. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, 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 not Jeffrey Dahmer. Sorry. I'm getting my serial killers confused. Damn it. Uh, Ted Bunny. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, even Jeffrey Dahmer, the cops fucked up, too. Well, I mean, honestly, they still fuck it up to this day. And there are so many more serial killers than we ever realized. They all walk among us. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. And like they, nobody gets caught because, I mean, this is the world we live in. For real. OK, how did you escape? Um, so I said, let's get the breakfast and the drinks. So he goes, okay. So um, we, we pull in the parking lot and then, then we go inside and we sat down together and we ordered drinks and we ordered food and I sat there quietly. And as soon as the the waiter put down the plate of the eggs, I got up and I ran the fuck up. 
Damn. That sounds like a reasonable way to get out of the situation. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck, I'm paying for this. Yeah, fuck, like, this fuck this, I'm out. I gotta stay. <laughs> that's that's more than enough for a lifetime of sittings. Yeah. So then I went back to my hotel. But then I lost my credit card. He had your credit card? No, I don't I don't really know. I think I, I who knows, you know. So I was in Vegas for a handful of days without. My card, that my story money. could have gone so much worse than you watching. You losing like your credit serial. card is bad, but that, that could have been a lot worse the way what, you're you telling. Serial yeah. Oh, that was like every other day in Vegas situation. Jesus. I was putting myself in those situations on a daily basis. So then at that point. New job. You can be a spokeswoman for Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, Vegas. Let me tell you the real so, truth about Vegas. <laughs> it's a lovely place. I really liked it. Um, you know, and then it was just certain situations that I was putting myself in. I was just like, I would just like be kind of scared, but then I just like put my hand in my heart and be like safety and then just go into those situations. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Wow. I had no idea the show was going to take a left turn like this. That's but a, yeah, that's, like, that's an emotional roller coaster. She got my story, which is pretty fucked up. And her story, she's like, Oh, you think your life's fucked oh, up? Yeah. <laughs> like, hold my beer, son of a bitch. All this stuff, this is just all just the beginnings of things, too. Oh, oh the, the year got darker. It got darker and darker and darker. And then um, until today. And then what happened after that? After Vegas, I went to Hollywood because I was like, so I've been married. I've been divorced twice, married twice. I went to Hollywood. I was like, you know what? I want to say goodbye to my first husband. He was a nice person. So, you know, I was there for a while, but then I ended up meeting another guy. So then I was like, is this possible? You know, romance in my life. I thought I was done for. So then I started to get a little bit happy, right? And that's how my two week vacation ended up being three months and you had to take care of my cats, which thank you so much. And I'm so sorry that I kept pushing and pushing and pushing, but I was just, I was finally- You lived down the street. It was no problem for us to come here to the cats because you watch your cable tv too which is kind of cool so for three months you know i lived with, with this guy and then um then i was kind of like why don't we we had this thing like let's i i'm gonna i wanted i, I want to move to norway right so i was like but it's taking a long time getting my visa and so i'm still in japan waiting for that so it's like okay after three months it's like why don't i go back to japan and you know take care of the situations with my house and the cats and this and that and let's move to vegas together me and this guy until my norwegian visa pans out so we had you know this this kind of um this plan so then i came back to japan and then um on christmas eve when we did that special um i got the news that um he had died so there's no vegas in my future <laughs> yeah, completely, completely roller coaster. So you're way down, and it starts to go back up, and then fucking just reality just pulled the rug out in front of me. Right here. I'm trying to find comedic elements of this tragedy, but Don, you, you you took the mic and you ran with it. Thank you. So, I'm like, uh, and that's why we don't go to Vegas. I don't know. I'm just, well, don't go to Vegas. The moral of the story is don't go to Vegas. Don't, don't talk this, to any serial killers or financial serial killers. The, the guy I found was this was in Hollywood that I found him. So he he passed away in Hollywood. Oh, so Vegas is fine. I don't. It's the whole world that sucks. I, I, I don't know. I don't Vegas know. Like sucks. I, Hollywood sucks. Mexico sucks. Japan sucks. I, I, I think I think 
the happenstance and the circumstances behind it. I think it's kind of ruined for her. So if she doesn't want to go back there, I wouldn't blame her. I don't want to go these places. Yeah. anyway. So then at that point, then, you know, I felt I got down again. You know, I think I we should start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so I really I'm know. starting to feel like I've had a couple drinks after this. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? We are, we're, we're, we're officially, we're, no one's had a drop, a, not drop to drink today. And like I feel like I've been drinking to listen to this fucked up shit. Oh my god! You know I'm in the middle. I've got I got jokers <laughs> on the right and fools on the left. You know here I go. Da-na-na-na-na. Stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should tell a bad story. Like oh, you know what? I. Uh, uh, got drunk over winter break and fell down and banged myself up. Yeah, I did that. I did that. <laughs> well. Yeah. I mean, well, and so you know, New Year's was just that wasn't fun because I we were together on Christmas, but then you you went to your in-laws' place, which is super far. So New mm. Year's, I just sat at home by myself, like eating chili out of a can with a bed spoon, mm. you know, and that was like sad. And mm, that is um, sad. No, no one should have to spend New Year's alone. No, and um, I mean, and th- 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 these are just some of the things that happened. Last year, like I said, every, every single fucking day. So if if there was one day where something bad like wasn't being done to me by other people and their shit, and I'm like, ooh, nothing bad ha- is happening today, then you know one of my cats will be like, oh, let me go eat a poisonous flower and fuck myself up. And then, you know when we were at the emergency room with our my cat at fucking four in the morning. Yeah. So in other words, what you're saying is just one goddamn thing after another. Every day. Every single fucking day. To the point where it's like every morning when I'm waking up, I was like, I'm afraid to wake up today. Um, so. Um, Maybe you should find Jesus. <laughs> Maybe this whole Satan thing's not working out. <laughs> well, if it wasn't for Satan, I would be dead by now. I feel. And you. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Johnny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Me and my my better half were we're pretty good yeah. friends. But you know, Peters, Peters, if you if you stuck around this long, I gotta say thank you. And um, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, we are a comedy podcast that we we talk about everything Japan. Well, I guess this is everything Japan, but. You know, every so often, you know, you, you can't be on the bright. You got to go into the dark. So, yeah, I guess this is like, what would we call this? Honest time? Honest time. Fun time. Truth be told. Truth be told. It's group therapy. Group therapy. Yes, yes. And I guess I'm the ringleader. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. But today, I've said this several times before, today is the first day of the rest of your life, literally, because this, all this hijinks and shenanigans started one year ago literally today the 16th of january in 2020 no 2021 this is now january 16 2022 so i mean it, it can't go down it's got to go up you know it can't go down when it's as down as it fucking could be if i had died it would have been better you know? no i wouldn't say that being dead well, sucks there's no beer well, in heaven or hell really yeah dude seriously they don't got breweries up there or down there and shit dude the breweries are here in the middle man you gotta stick around and hang out with us dude i mean look at this fat fuck right here he <laughs> loves the middle part <laughs> well, i mean not at, die now i'm happy i'm i'm, I'm cool yeah course. we're all happy I meant, too. like if i had died this the suffering you know, which my suffering was legendary, even in hell, as they would say, like that would not have happened. And you know, now that I'm happy and like when I was like moving, you know, myself out of the last house and stuff, like I opened the curtains for the first time in months and months and the sun was like shining into my bedroom. And I was like, holy shit, I was living like this. It was just like a mattress 
on the floor with one little lap and broken glass everywhere and blood everywhere and empty beer cans and cigarette butts. Upstairs? No, at the old house. Oh, I mean, the I old house. Because, you know, I lost oh, that, that was house. because of Tom in episode number 600. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just <laughs> yeah. the way I was living. I had created my own, like, torture chamber in my bedroom at that point in time. But, and so, you know, and then, you know, I, I, I don't have any family or anything because I'm non-communication with my biological family. So it's just like I lost, like, only you know, legal family member I had, but, um, yeah. So, so, so hence, you know, like two days ago and stuff, like I'm like sober, I'm like in a busy crowded area. And I just like, I'm like lights sound like fucking shaking and old fucking mashed potatoes in my head situation. And it's like, you know, the doctors, he's like, well, you know, you're under a lot of stress. And I'm like, Hmm. It's true. You're under a lot of stress. The doctor then said, have you tried not being stressed out? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would, God, you know, it's like some days I would get really pissed off. I lost a lot of friends, right? Because I started to get really snappy and mean, which I usually am not. But it's like just saying yeah, I've, I've, stupid I've, fucking I've, shit to me. I've, I've been there. I've been there as well. Right. So we're, we're lost so many friends. You have no idea how many friends. Tom's lost enemies. That's how bad he got. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no fun to pick on you, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, oh, hey, today, I, you know, I'm talking to a friend. They're like, how are you? And I'm like, well, you know, I just got out of the emergency room because I needed stitches on my arm situation. And because um, I got drunk and fucked myself up again. Or today I have my arms in a slinny sort of situation. And um, they're just like, well, you know, watch this video of this indian guy named sad guru or something and like he'll fix your anxiety and the guy's like oh you know what you can fix 50 percent of your anxiety right now if you just put your hands together like this and go thank you world or what and and i'm watching this and i'm like oh my fucking god i'm like you don't get it you just don't fucking get it and i'm like fucking snapping and destroying everyone who like says stuff like that to me and so you know um anyway you know but you know me i can't yeah, yeah, totally. Well, just look at it this way. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. <laughs> it's the first day of the rest of your life. That was a year ago. Everybody has a bad year. Even in the TV show Roseanne, Darlene wore black for a year. Remember that? When Darlene was like the cute little kid, she wore black for a year, and then she got the boyfriend. Also, she started wearing like... Oh, she went all emo guy. Yeah, right. this is before emo. This is primo. So, yeah, she was... So she was doing it before it was cool. Yeah, she was doing she was it before. She was a trendsetter. She was a trendsetter, right? And, um, yeah, and so, anyway, yeah, everybody has, like, a dark year. I mean, shit. So, I mean, yeah. So, now it's like, are you still thinking about Roseanne? <laughs> <laughs> I see that look in your face. You're thinking, I'm like, no, Roseanne. It was, it's like, thought. It was a show about a lady named Roseanne whose actually name was Roseanne, and uh, she had a show about her family. But it wasn't her real family. It was a fake family with Dan not Dan, oh, but Dan, uh, Dan Aykroyd. No, it wasn't Dan Aykroyd. No, it was, uh, it was uh, just, yeah. it was a uh, Goodwin. Goodman. John, John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah. Dan was the, the, the name in the in the show. His name was Dan. Dan! Oh, but, yeah, Dan! but her real husband was Dan. Uh, he was the comedian. Yeah. Then they got divorced. He wound up moving off to Canada being a weird conspiracy theorist. Uh, something like that. Who knows? It was, but, it, was, it was bizarrely weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Hollywood. But that's nor here nor there. But anyway, going back, Darlene had a dark year. Bad things happened to her. So now, I mean, that's in the past. Let's move forward in the future. I mean, the thing is, I mean, 
everybody has dark spots. Yours is a little bit more darker than other people. I mean, kidnapping, serial killers, divorces, car theft, death. Yeah. So I can't get much worse than that, you know? So it's just like, you know, it can only get better. You know, I mean, we're going to play Scrabble later, right, Tom? I, 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 yeah, yeah. Yes. And I, I can promise you one th- I can promise you one thing. Like, uh, when you've gone through, like, really dark situations oh, in life. Tom Arnold. <laughs> thank Tom, you, thank Tom you. Arnold, yeah. That's, that's why we have Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Uh, yeah, like, I can promise you this. Like, you don't know the good until you... You, you've seen the bad and if you've gone through a really dark period in your life like any positive experience you have like moving forward is going to be so much better you know you're going, going to go out to a nice restaurant and like bite into a nice steak and go, you know what this is fucking good yeah yeah, yeah let's get steaks later yeah fuck yeah let's yeah, go to the no, wrestling restaurant have you seen that place Ooh, I, don't know. There, I love that place. yeah that place is good well you know what happened for me which which is great um is that like i've lost like fear like I have, okay i have anxiety and you facial tick and this and that which seems to be like physical but well, i haven't even noticed your facial tick it, where is it is it, it like the joker you're like <laughs> no, that's a good like one. my jaw just starts twitching but um i don't know it's probably who knows but it's just mm-hmm. like um see, i used to be nervous all the time you know, I used to be like, you know, if I'm, you know, late to this fucking meeting or this or I don't pay my rent or this or that, like I'm going to get fucked up or, you know, people are going to leave. But, you know, when every single one of your fears comes true, then there's nothing left to fear anymore. All we have is fear itself. It's lovely. No, no I was saying nothing scares me yeah. anymore. It's the only thing to fear is fear itself. It's yes, so, yes, yes, yes. John F. Kennedy. It's, 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 it's very positive. You know, I feel great. I feel really, really great. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's fantastic. Positivity, no. Positivity. And yeah. on that... Yeah, I was going to say, you know what would make you feel a lot better is us making fun of some fucked up news. That's true. We've got a lot of, like, really fucked up people to make fun of. Yeah. Well, let's let's fucking do it. And, huh? You have coffee on your nose. I've got coffee on my nose. I, I tried, you know, <laughs> I needed a drink after like your guys' stories, you know? I was like, oh my God. Well, I mean, you're going to need a whole bar after that. Oh, geez. A whole bar. No, but the, all this thing here is coffee. So, Ooh, boy, all right. Doing a podcast sober is definitely. <laughs> definitely not thing. what we normally used to do. That is true. That is true. Okay. Let's get into our news. All right. Let's see here. I sent you a bunch of stories. I don't know if like, they're any good. God damn. It used to be so easy for me to do the news. No, I got stories. Are you good? Yeah, I come prepared. I come prepared. I sent you some stories. I don't know if you had a chance to take a look at them. Everything's going to get better. Don't no, worry. First I'm, day. Well, I'm happy. Day. I was thinking of all the other um, things that each day happened. Just because it's so fucking like interesting that something can go back to back that bad every single day. Yeah, because like, uh, so, like I was saying earlier, like you've been down for so long like you don't even know like, what direction things, things is. that do not happen when normal people are starting to happen i mean like almost like i was cursed almost right and it was just like um just the stories i told today is just like a s- small part of everything that happened you know i, mean, I just said the stuff that i'm allowed to say because yeah. someone's stuff i cannot say it you know because yeah. i will have legal problems no, it's, it's so zip but just, well, it's like that ancient Chinese saying, like, uh, may you live in interesting times. I'm pretty sure that's a fucking curse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's a pandemic. Do yeah. you guys know about that? Oh. <laughs> no, man. I've just been sitting around playing with my well, kids. Well, you know, my, my main work was um, concerts. So, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
See, this is a bit of a far cry from a concert, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you, I get you. No, I'm not not me doing concerts, me working with concerts. Like I was doing over 300 concerts a year. So that's pretty hardcore. We've got news here, but I'm almost positive we've already covered this news. I got a couple. Three people stabbed outside University of Tokyo. You get that one? No, 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 no. That, but I, I got this news. See, Guma man arrested for attempted marriage of woman without her knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive we did this before. This seems so familiar. But this is like, one, I, I, I got to date these. God damn it. Okay. Um. All right. So, uh, Faders, for all you guys out there listening to the show and watching this on YouTube or whatnot, um, this right here is the news that we have today. And if we did this before because we we're faded, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all my fault. Blame me. This is my bad news. Oh, God darn it. <laughs> I, I have the news from last time and I'm doing it again. Okay. Let's see. Wait, last time I didn't do the news because we did an interview that lasted two hours before that was the Christmas episode. Do you guys remember this? Guma man arrested for attempted marriage no. of woman. Okay, shit. And this is the news. Okay, I got this. Okay. So we are going to do this. Um, Missy, uh, you've been married twice. twice. Do you want to do this story? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together, fingers. I'm doing the best I goddamn can. First question here: Say you've been married a couple of times. Like, have you ever been married without your knowledge? Bingo. Yeah. No, but I'm single now. Everyone out there. No. <laughs> so potentially, you could be. Maybe the story's about you. Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. Whenever you're ready, please begin. Hey, yo, what's up, Faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. 
These high-resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're going to love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado... Enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya, about five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Okay. Get closer here, because, you know, I got some blindness. Do you want to move closer? Here, I can move the the microphone uh, over here. the Mr. Stroke. Um, Okay. There comes a time in some people's lives when the urge to settle down and get married kicks in. However, marriage requires hard work and patience to lay a solid foundation through a series of major steps the hardest of which is asking someone out in the first place. This is true. Wouldn't it be nice to skip all that fear of rejection and subsequent emotional investment and just get right to the honeymoon? That's what one 39-year-old man in Isesaki City, Guma Prefecture thought, but paid the price for it. In late September of last year, the man walked into his local government office and submitted the necessary documents to register for marriage with a woman in her 30s. All the paperwork was in order and signed in the traditional Japanese matter of a hako stamp bearing the owner's family name. 
The only problem was that the woman had no idea what was happening. Although everyone has one unique registered hanko for signing documents, less official backup stamps can easily be brought at most stationery stores for less than important purposes, like signing for packages or letters from school. While such a stamp wouldn't hold up if challenged in court, it was enough to pass a basic check in this case. Presumably, after either the man or the government broke the news to the new bride, she immediately called the police. They were then able to cancel the marriage registration before it was finalized. The man was arrested on January 5th for forgery and is said to have admitted to the charges, telling people, uh, telling police that he wanted to marry the woman because he liked her. While the police are probably busy advising the suspect on matters of the heart and the law, readers of the news were understandably creeped out that such a weird crime had gotten as far as it did. Wow. Okay. Jeez Louise. That is pretty hardcore. Yeah, I'm married, but it's a secret. It's so secret, even she doesn't know. <laughs> oh my God. So what would you do if all of a sudden somebody came to you and they're like, yo, you're not getting divorced. You're getting married. In fact, you are married. What would you do? What would you do? Um, I'd be like, that is so romantic. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I would ask, well, what is your not? Wait a second. I thought I quit drinking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted Did to I do something stupid when I was drunk. No, but I would ask how much they're worth. I'm like, oh, how much are you worth? Because then when you get the divorce, you get 50%. So that's basically, you know, uh, an early Christmas, I guess. I mean, unless, you know, they like move to Mexico or something. Yeah, it'd be bad. <laughs> Damn, early Christmas bonus. Tom, now, Tom, Tom dated a very psychotic woman, um, the belly dancer. What would you do if all of a sudden you came home and there's like a certificate of marriage, like stuck on your door with a knife? What would you do, Tom? You're like, oh, no. Get the fuck out of there, dude. Well, no, you're married. Now you, you can't go anywhere. You're married. It's a legal contract. Where do you I go? It's binding. You'll be getting the fuck out of there. Get, getting the fuck out of where? You can't run. You can run around the country a million times. Yeah. No matter what, you're still married. Yeah. Fight or flight instinct would kick, would kick in and I would choose to fly. The only place where you could go where it's not binding is North Korea. Would you do that? You're like, I am free. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I am free. It, yeah, because uh, North Korea is just synonymous with freedom. Well, regarding marriage, yeah. Apparently <laughs> so. so you, that's the only place you could go on the planet where you're going to be completely free. You'd be like, yes, I'm no longer married. There's, there's got to be some another country that's not as fucked up as North Korea that doesn't have an extradition treaty with Japan. Nah, it's North Korea. Nah. nah, 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 North Korea. You're screwed. So what would you do? Fight or flight? Would you get a lawyer or you're just like, well, I guess I gotta probably, probably do the same thing this lady did. Just go to the police, be like, yo, I didn't do this. I swear. Well, at the very bottom it says, till death do us part. And you're like, hey, wait a second, I think about it now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Okay. Uh, although I think I, I think a man tried to divorce his wife because he had a heart attack. And he basically said he was arguing to death to his part. He's like, well, I had a heart attack and I was dead. So I guess I'm free now. Holy shit. He's got a point. That's that, that's You're a, technically dead for a couple yeah, of I mean, seconds. I got to say, like, hats off to this dude. That's a damn good argument. Unfortunately, it didn't hold, go his way and hold up in court. But still, yeah, like, he, that's my lawyer. Yeah. He told death to his part. He was dead. Now he's then he got better. Oh, and he just wanted out. Yeah, I suppose having, having a massive heart attack could give you a bit of a clarity on life. He should have stayed dead. <laughs> I did. Yeah, so, so, so as his soul is leaving his body, it's just like the ghost, like, flips up, and he's like, flips the bird, and he's like, fuck you, fuck you. I'm out, bitches. 
All right. Okay. Next story. Next story. Moving forward. Okay. Where are we? Where are we? Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Here we go. Uh, I'll do this one. Man arrested for attempt of bank robbery in Sapporo. Okay. This is old school. Do you think he was wearing a hockey mask? No, ski mask. Gotcha. Right. I mean, if you're going to rob a bank, you might as well go all, all out, right? Well, that's like super. You know, you know what would be even cooler if his, uh, what was it, point break, if he wore an ex president mask? That would be even more awesome. Wait, so he's wearing like a Quizme mask? Quizme. A Shinzo Quizme. Abe mask? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or, I don't know, man. Or, or even better than that, man. Fucking go just lean into fucking pop culture and wear a fucking Joker mask. Oh, you know, no, 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 no. You can't say that. That was already done on Halloween. Oh, that's. Yeah, oh, that was pretty dark. Okay. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Moving <laughs> forward, police in Sapporo have arrested a 37 year old man for allegedly attempting to rob a bank in Sapporo on Tuesday. How could you rob a bank? There's fucking cameras everywhere. What a dumbass. According to police, Shoyo Wakabayashi, a quote unquote self pro professed construction worker. What the fuck does that mean, Tom? You were in construction. Self-professed construction worker. What does that mean? Like, I work construction uh, around my house. It it means like when the cops asked him what what he's doing for a living, he said, I'm a construction worker. And then then they called the XYZ company, whoever he said he worked for it. And they're like, we don't know this asshole. Okay, there we go. That's what it means. Okay. Entered a branch of the Hokuriku Bank in Toyohira Ward at around 11 a.m. Fuji TV reported he gave a bank clerk a handwritten note that read, quote, prepare 10 million yen. I have a knife. End quote. 10 million yen. That's all he wanted. 10 million yen for the rest of his life. Oh, gosh. That's like, Jeez. what, 100, 100 Gs? Uh, yes, yeah, about that. I wonder if he had a Rambo knife. I mean, then again, wait a second. He shows up at this this day and age where there's Corona everywhere, and he shows up at a bank with a fucking Rambo knife. Dude, all right, if you go to a bank right now, A, there's cameras everywhere, and B, there's like there's like glass. There's not glass, but there's like the plastic shields that separates you from other people everywhere. Even if he had a Rambo, he'd be like scratching, he'd be carving his name into like the glass. Like, I am Rambo, give me your money. Yeah, because, with a fucking teller sitting there, she's like pushing the silent alarm under the desk. She's like, probably beep, giving beep, him beep, the finger, like, you are a dumbass. Yeah, so she, yeah, she's giving the finger and she's pushing the silent alarm under her desk. Oh, my. Or his. You can't discriminate. Could be a man. It could be anyway, but that's ridiculous. I mean, you, oh, geez, ridiculous. However, the unemployed, oh, however, the employee active, activated a silent alarm and police rushed to the scene and apprehended Wakabayashi. There were no other customers in the bank at the time and no bank employees were injured. Obviously, please quote of Wakabayashi as saying, quote, shit, I need a large sum of money, end quote. Wow, man, at least he's honest. Um, Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's some wily Coyote level of shit. Yes. Yes, I think it was like you you were saying he had a Rambo knife. I think he had an acne knife. Yeah. <laughs> you think it was rubber? <laughs> oh my god. Do you think he had like the Grim Reaper blade? Like that's like the front of your door. Did you see the Grim Reaper blade? Oh, uh, should I bring it? Yes, yes. This is hilarious. Yeah, those are cool. This is a symbol of good things that's gonna happen no, so starting he, today. He wanted to be all like stealthy about it. So he walked in there with an overcoat and like you know, those things are big, you can conceal them. Uh, underneath a trench coat mm-hmm. so he was probably like he, he probably just like walked in there and just kind of goes into the corner and starts putting it together no probably <laughs> top, top, right, top. what is wrong with this picture mm-hmm. i don't know that blade, that blade doesn't look very dangerous <laughs> i like you know if you, you came in like wanted to rob a store i was working at i probably i probably laughed in your face although Why? this this uh look closely this, tom yeah. 
look closer. You're, you're on to something, but, uh, you know, you're not 110% there. It's what, <laughs> ceramic or plastic or whatever? Look closer. Maybe you're too close. <laughs> All right, what's his name? The Grim Reaper. Uh, what does the Grim Reaper do? He kills people. Well, no, he's the spirit of death. And what does the spirit of death do? He guides you to the afterlife. How does he do it? Oh, he fucking grabs your soul. You gotta be dead to meet him. I, what, what tool does he use? A scythe. Okay, what does a scythe look like? Oh, it's upside down. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it I took a while that. to pull that one out. <laughs> okay, so yes, it's upside down. Missy, what's this the story why, of this that? This is why I don't rob banks. Uh, Mexico. <laughs> yes, yes. Don't buy Grim Reaper statues in Mexico. They'll have the uh, scythe. That's, is that what it's scythe. called? It's called yeah. scythe. They'll have the scythe upside down. I think it's cute. It looks like a sign. It should be like, welcome to hell. This should be written on it. You know? No, the Grim Reaper is a, is a very um, good, good spirit, I'd say. Yeah, yeah we all meet him once. Worthy of worship. So, no, nothing but absolute respect and love and devotion for me. But when, you know, things like this um, happen... Mm -hmm. It's upside down. Yeah. See, yes. uh, see. Obviously, Brian watches a lot more uh, horror movies than I do. Yeah, he obviously does. Tell him about the podcast. He's got an amazing podcast. Oh yeah, he's uh, was a Rotten Reviews where he reviews eighties uh, and nineties uh, horror movies. And gives his like commentary and ex you know explains what's going on. Oh yeah, this is. I think uh, he did, he did a couple and then like obviously like new podcasts you're trying to get your feel. But now he basically says, "All right, hit play now, and you, we can watch it live, and you, you can hear his commentary." And he's uh, yeah, he did critters. He, yeah. Right. Oh, shit, I should, I, I should check in on that. That was, that was a favorite of mine. But uh, nah, man, he's, he's good with the commentary. And he knows his shit. So, yeah, I'd say give him a listen. Definitely give him a listen. He, right. He's, he's no, supported okay, so us. I'm going to fix cool. the scythe, and then we'll, we'll put this, you know, on my altar. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I and I waited for a very long time for for that one to arrive. But, you know, it's a shame that that's how it came out. I think it's comedy. Maybe it's like a symbol of like a new beginning. It's a symbol of a new beginning. Let's get uh, the jokes. Uh, uh, there you go. That can be our next tattoo. You can get like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that may be good. You know, it's a turning point in your life. Definitely. Change for the better. You too, Tom. All right, big guy. Your story. Uh, two brothers arrested after keeping remains of father in house for two years. Man, we've done so many of these. I, th I think I got a good one. Can I, can I read this one off my phone? Sure. Yeah. What about this one? What about this one? Ooh, this one's good. But I can actually, I would like, I think this one changed nicely with the the uh, previous one we did. Okay, go for it. Okay. Man arrested after holding yakiniku, which is Korean barbecue, restaurant manager hostage. This is some, we'll get into some more Wiley Coyote shit. I love yakiniku. Yeah. Yakiniku is great. It's awesome, dude. It is, yeah. You yakiniku so like, yeah, hungry, if you're not familiar yeah. with it, like, uh, yeah, so you get these like little bite-sized pieces of meat. They bring them to your raw, and they've got like you know a little grill. You just like you can throw them down, cook them yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you can do is like you know they got some nice options for sauce. Mm -hmm. You can order tons of options, tons of good, good, high-quality meat, and you, you can cook them up as you know as rare or as you know well done as you want. See, another thing about yakiniku is it's a it's the perfect place to go with a date. For example, if you're going to date somebody for the first time, you don't really have too much to talk about because you don't know too much about them. Well, the thing is, you take them to a yakiniku restaurant, and there's <clears throat> there's always something to do. So whenever you have that uncomfortable silence, you just order more meat and you cook it yourself. You know, and you're like, oh yeah, so uh, this is a uh, medium rare. Do you like medium rare? Boom, there you go. And so I'm just sitting there in front of like your spaghetti or pasta or whatever, I'd be like, so how about those Mets? Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I, no, I agree. That, that's that's generally a good idea for a first date. And another thing I used to do when like a long time ago and I was single with first dates, like take them like shopping in interesting areas because like there's just like you buy stuff, man. That's no, not necessarily buy, buy stuff, just go window shopping. I, I would take like chicks by like used to have a big comic store with like, you know, big, you know, statues and figurines. And there's, mm. there's a lot of cool like conversation pieces like to keep the conversation flowing. So I feel or, like or, Batman or or. Fuck. You know, it doesn't have to be like in the comics or super knowledgeable. It's just kind of interesting. Or an art gallery. Again, like, you know, conversation keeps the conversation flowing. But Yaki Niku is fantastic. Yeah, Yaki Niku is good too. Well, Unless could... they're a vegetarian or a vegan, then yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. But, or you could do all three, man. That's a long day. Yeah, a but long if you don't day. like the person, you're well, just if you're, if, well, you're trying to suss out if you're, you guys are really compatible or into, into each other. So that's, that's you know, a good way to keep the conversation. He going. obviously hasn't dated in a long time. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I am obviously out of crowd. This guy's been so, I've been out of the game for 10 years, but you take the cake. Like, first, we're going to go to Disneyland. Then after that, we're going to go to get Yakiniku and then an art I've gallery. Been, I, and I've then, then we're going to get blood tests. I've been out of the game. What the fuck? I've been out of the game for nine years, dude. Nine years, I right? My wife, nine years, got married a couple of years ago. It's still, we it's a long time, man. That's, that's, yeah, this is why, like, fucking Tinder or all that bullshit. I have no idea. Like, if I was if I was suddenly single, I would have no idea what I was doing. But why? What do I see? Grinder on your phone right now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about that. <laughs> now it's a comedy podcast again. All right, all right. I got the train back on the tracks. Time read on. All right, police on Sunday arrested a 28-year-old man who held the manager of a Yakiniku grilled meat restaurant hostage in Tokyo and claimed that he had planted a bomb in the establishment. That's, that's bad. Yeah, that's, that's, don't it, do it. it. I'm pretty sure this bomb was made from acne parts. Is this it, was, it was like one of those I, 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 IKEA do-it-yourself ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, later telling the police okay this is where it gets good later telling the police he wanted to eat grilled meat before being arrested investigative sources have said no one was injured and only a fake bomb was found in the restaurant in Shibuya Ward sources say oh, this is Shibuya. Shibuya wow it's a pretty heavy popul- heavily populated area oh wow the suspect Akito uh, uh, Arakai I'm sorry Araki uh, allegedly told the manager he wanted to copy recent attacks on trains, suggesting that he may have drawn inspiration from the October 31st attack on the KO line in Tokyo, oh. which in which a um, uh, man stabbed a passenger and ignited a fire. Quote, I could have done the attack anywhere, but I wanted to eat grilled meat before I got caught. He was quoted in saying by sources. Well, he's got class. Yeah, he's got a little bit of class. Might as well have a good, uh, good one good meal before you have to get forced to eat all that shitty prison food Oof, yeah when calling for emergency services the manager of 49 reported that the man had handed him a note and araki instructing him to call the police as he had uh, activated the bomb Araki told investigators that during questioning he quote unquote could not find another reason for living after leaving his parents home in the nagasaki prefecture southwestern japan two weeks ago became homeless in tokyo shinjuku district Three box objects were wrapped in adhesive tape with cell phones were found inside the scene. The suspect told investigators they were, of course, fake bombs. Wow, wow, wow. So what was his point? He just wanted to go to jail? He should have just stolen a Snickers bar from a 7-Eleven or something. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, why would go, oh, he wanted to eat meat before. He probably didn't have money for the meat. So he went into like a high-class Shibuya restaurant. Didn't he know Ginza's the place to go? Anyway. 
Oh man, well, this well, is good. dumb. I don't know. Dumb man. and dumber. Yeah. yeah, dumb and dumber. That's that's what I'm saying. It goes kind of well with the last story. It does. It well, does. Tom, dude, he pulled it off. Man, Tom, Tom, you still got it. Still I'm got it, man. Might have taken a bit of a hiatus, but I still got it going on. Baby. You do, you do. Yeah, when you called me up a couple of days ago and you're like, man, I've got a story. I'm like, all right, all right. I was a little bit concerned. For days, motherfucker. You do, you do. You should delete grind it, by the way. <laughs> okay. All right, let's see. How many stories we got? Okay. All right. This one, this is dumb. This is the Dumb and Dumber episode because this news is just ridiculous. Here we go. Uh, I'll read this one. Or Missy, do you want to read this one? And then I read this one or vice sure. versa? Read okay, I'll read. Okay, then I'll read this one. It's a little longer. All right. 67-year-old man arrested for stabbing son's friend during drinking party. Police in Yokohama on Saturday arrested a 67-year-old man in suspicion of attempted murder after he stabbed a friend of his son as they were drinking on New Year's Eve. Man, this could happen to a lot of people because people drink really hardcore on New Year's all over the world. According to police, the incident occurred at around 2.40 a.m. Saturday at the man's apartment in Tsurumi Ward, Seki Shimbun reported. Police said the suspect, Toshi Aki Suzuki, had been drinking with his son, the son's friend, who is in his 40s, and a fourth man. Who is this fourth man? Yeah. The plot thickens. I know it does. It's thick as blood. At some point, Suzuki got into an argument with the son's friend. And when his son left the room for a short time, Suzuki stabbed the man in the stomach with a knife before he could be restrained. The victim was taken to a hospital where he was in serious condition, police said. Police quoted Suzuki as saying he stabbed the man out of anger, but did not intend to kill him. Well, listen, if you're going to stab somebody but you don't intend to kill them. I think the stomach's like the wrong place. Mm-hmm. You stab them like, I don't know, in the foot. Yeah. That's the way you get over here. I'm going to stab you in the foot. Because no, I want like, you to live. Just, <laughs> right? put, your, put your hand on the table and just close your eyes. Oh, Promise no. it'll be over quick. No, 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 no. You can do that that thing that they did in uh, Aliens, where they put the hand down yeah. and then they <sighs> yeah, they put the knife between the fingers. What's that called? There's some, it's got to be called something. Like Charlotte's Web or something. Yeah. <laughs> That, that was a good scene because, like, they would just had the android. He's like, yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah, that, that's how you stab somebody without trying to kill them. Yeah, stab them in the back. That's how my ex went to prison because you know he was like the stand-up comedian and he like stabbed the heckler, Ooh. but it was in the back. So that's, uh, that's not the best way to deal with heckler. This is true. Tom loves hecklers. <laughs> no, no, I love seeing him get taken down, motherfucker. Well, her ex <clears throat> took a heckler down, literally, <laughs> by stabbing him in the back with a that knife. A, that was a little bit too literal. Like, Comedy is supposed to be metaphorical, yeah. usually. Yes, yeah. yes. Sort of a bit nuanced. I, I think nuance went flying out the fucking window on fire yeah. into a dumpster that caused a bigger fire. Yeah. Well, this is interesting, though. 67 years old. That's old man strength with that knife, you yeah. know? Jeez. Some of these old geezers got some fucking rage issues, though. Yeah, well, I mean, you should. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I would like to know more about the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's the problem. Even when you, sometimes we get really good stories, but it's just like, fuck, man. I want to know more details. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, that red part, I just wrote that in. Mm-hmm. By the time everything else is just legit. Okay. Okay. Six teens, one man arrested for throwing fire extinguisher at police car in Kochi. Mm, that's one way to get arrested. Yeah. Good for them. 
Police in Kochi City have arrested six teens and one 20-year-old man on suspicion of property destruction after they allegedly threw a fire extinguisher at a police car parked on the police station's premises. According to police, one junior high school student, two high school students, and three other male minors ranging in age between 15 and 17, as well as Musashi Takeuchi, 20, threw a fire extinguisher at a park police car at Kochi Police Station around 10.20 p.m. on December 22nd, Sankei Shingun reported. This group also sprayed the vehicle with a fire extinguisher. The seven suspects were identified after police reviewed surveillance camera footage in the vicinity and arrested between December 23rd and December 29th. Yeah, cancel Christmas. Uh, that's that's, <laughs> that's one, one way to get a fucking arrested. Why not do that to a police car? I mean, with cameras everywhere, there's cameras everywhere, kids. Well, here's the thing: like, I can, I'm not, I'm not saying I approve of this sort of thing, but like, I, I, I I, I can see why, like, you know, teenagers just being dumb teenagers and just like, you know, they just want to break, break shit and rebel and blah blah blah. Yeah, but the thing is, the 20 year old is is an illegal adult. Should have fucking known better. The thing is, like, these kids, like, they're gonna probably get a slap on the wrist because they're minors. Yeah, it's like, you know. But like this 20 year old, they're gonna throw the fucking book at him because it's, it's my understanding that cops don't generally don't like it when you wreck the shit. Yeah, they don't like that at all. Um, yeah, so this 20 year old kid, he's gonna basically take the cake for this one. Yeah, um, he'll definitely get uh, well, I don't even know what they're gonna throw. Well, the d- destruction of property, um, vandalism because it's because it's like you know, police property and city property, they're gonna sure. fucking they're gonna throw the book at him. Oh, he's gonna have to pay. Uh, it's just Japanese cops, so he didn't get murdered by the cops. Yeah, that's so so still, yeah, that's that's still, still, it's cool. not cops in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, also, but probably this guy, pro- probably, I don't know, what is it, contributing to the delinquency of minors? Because, you know, because he's a 20-year-old, they're going to fucking pin everything on him, saying he basically coerced the kids into doing it. Well, why is a, 22, a 20-year-old kid hanging out with, like, 15-year-old kids? Yeah, I was thinking that. Uh, That's kind of weird. Uh, probably because he's a fucking loser and he can't make friends with people his own age. Well, it is. I, I hate to say this, but, like, you know, fucking, as soon as I was in college, man, I had, like, no interest in hanging out with, like, high school kids and listening to their bullshit drama. Yeah. Yeah, unless they listen to the podcast, and then that <laughs> sign it's up for the Patreon. Shouldn't be. <laughs> you, yeah. you know the dark shit we've talked about today. I don't think you can't fucking... go up if you haven't been down. I've said that before, you know. So yeah, today was like uh, I don't know how we're going to title this one. Uh, dark days. Dark days. Dark. Day? I dark don't day, know. We'll think days, of something. Dark days with the sun coming up and getting better. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm sleep deprived and I need more coffee. Okay, well, I guess that's it for the news faders. All right. Um, Jeremy, thank you very much for not being on the show. You missed it. <laughs> Jeremy owns a bar and uh basically he slept in and missed this podcast. Unless I can I can read one more. This is it's, it's kind of dark. We're already like two and a half hours in. Okay, dude. okay. yeah. Yeah. Maybe save it for the Patreon or whatnot. Save it for the Patreon. Yeah, that's what we can do. All right, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. All of our episodes are very special, but thank you very much. This is episode number 627. Wow, 628 should be up soon as well. And um, yeah, you know what? I mean, Tom and Missy, you guys are really honest and open in this episode. And you just like kind of like opened up your hearts to the faders and just, you know, I, I thought that was very, very special. I hope the best happens to both of you guys. Starting this year, I know good things are going to happen. I mean, you had one year of darkness, so nothing can touch you now. You're bulletproof. Today, we're going to have a great day. Tomorrow's going to be even better. We're just going to move forward. Tom, I hope you don't 
get fired again. I hope you find a great job. And faders, I hope for you guys, all of you guys are out there having a great groovy day. And um, yes, we are all sober on this episode for different reasons, but uh, we're going to get faded again in the future after, well, I got a, I got a, an art show that I got to finish. And then after that, hell yeah, the first, uh, during the art show, I'm going to be drinking. Maybe we'll do a Twitch. Maybe we'll do a Twitch at the art show because Tom, you'll be there. Missy, you're showing work. I'll be there. It'll be fucking crazy. So sign up for the Twitch. Um, our Twitch was an hour and a half late because we had technical difficulties because my iPad is 12 years old. It's older than me. It sucks. And um, yeah. And faders, if you're listening to the show for the first time, we do have YouTube. We have Twitch, as I just said. We have Instagram, Facebook. We have TikTok. We have Twitter. We've got everything. We're all over SNS. Just Google Got Faded Japan and there you go. Support the show on Patreon. We got tons of stuff up there. We've got so much stuff up there. Um, we've got photos from what, eight years ago where Tom went to a nudie bar. And um, yeah, that is too hot for the internet, believe Pretty it good. or not. Um, Pretty interesting photos. I, <clears throat> I, yeah, I'm not going to say, just, just check it out. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. It looks like a tropical flower. I, I thought it looked like a stale clam. Like something somebody ordered in Ohio. They're like, oh, I'm like, I like to have the clam. is in the eye of the beholder. I, I guess so, man. My stomach turned. Um, anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll definitely see you next time. This is a comedy podcast. Peace. Bye. And that's a wrap. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Oh, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.